Am I loud enough in your headphones? Yep, you're loud enough in mine. Am I loud enough in yours? I think so. Just read about why dogs eat poop. There's a lot of reasons. Lay it on me, Katie. Why do dogs eat poop? They eat their own poop if they are like lacking in nutrition. Like they are more so hungry that they feel like that's all they can do. Well, she's not lacking in nutrition. Mm-hmm. Or they're not absorbing enough because you're buying cheap, shitty food, which we know we're not doing. So it's not that. Mm-hmm. Or isolation. If they spend the time in their crate, then they'll like eat it. So it's not there in their crate, but that's not what's happening. Or needing more attention. Or puppies do it for curiosity's sake. Not for the flavor? I would have thought that's why they're doing it. It's fucking disgusting. I don't understand. Okay. You ready to start the podcast? Yeah. Are we all we're rolling and we're good? Yeah. Okay, cool. Do you have mascara on? Oh, your eyelashes look nice and dark. Why, thank you. Flattery will get you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. I'm Katie. And uh, we're just going to talk today. We're going to talk about things. We talk every day about <laughs> a lot of things. Right. It was funny. Somebody sent us a really nice letter and they were like, you talk about nothing and everything all at the same time. And Modeled like, after Seinfeld, right? True. Yeah. A show about nothing. Much ado about nothing. Right. That's what we should have called this podcast. Yeah. My burn marks are almost gone. Yeah. Sean, uh, if you don't know, if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, went to the uh, dermatologist. For some reason, I say dietitian. What? Dermatologist. And got all of his marks removed. He got burned. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> yeah. Frozen. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Let go of my sunspots. That's right. And my precancerous no cells. Now I look like I'm at least 20 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe 50. I don't know. <laughs> but no, no, I feel good. Yeah. Awesome. I was a little embarrassed by my burns before. You know? Yeah. You were funny for a little bit there, but you, you've come out of it. Yep. Yep. It's all good. All good. Well, here we are, Katie. Here we are. Another mm-hmm. day, another dollar. Yeah. Um, I, I feel the need. I have to tell the people. It's gross, and they should. Hear ye, hear ye. Well, puppy parlance is what we usually start things off with. Okay. And, okay, we have a couple things. Puppy parlance. We'll jump right in. Uh, Roxy Girl won't be able to start her training until January 4th, so new year, new Roxy. But she's getting better. Yeah, she's walking on a leash. Uh, I am. She pulls a little, but not crazy like she used to. Because she's expecting hot dog treats, so she, she doesn't run away too dogs. far. Yeah. Yeah. And recently, she started eating her poop. Ah. <laughs> it's just two times today, this one day. And I'm reading about it, and I don't understand, so I think I'm going to have to call it that. I think it's because her dog food is so tasty that she wants to eat it twice. And I'm not, <laughs> like, I don't, I'm, I say that half jokingly, but I. Well, okay. it's when we give her the canned food. Right. But now, she's on this, like, Purina Pro Plan, hydrolyzed, blah, I'm, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to lie. That is the best smelling dog food I've ever ever smelt it smells like a well, roasted just smells chicken, like chicken. Yeah. but a roasted chicken not even just like chicken Sean eating dog food <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> when i chop it up for her no sean was making I, a joke that he was like finger, gonna serve it as pet for a pate yeah. but then be like oh no no i'm all good as your friends eat it do you like the chicken never pate? trust sean never trust are sean. you sure you don't want any more no <laughs> i would never let that happen Sean but always did, wants to tease people I did and make taste bad it. jokes. I was not the kid who You used, didn't taste it. I did. Really? I'm not the kid who used to taste dog food at all. I'm not that kid. Because there was always that kid. You know, you always knew somebody. Why? You didn't tell me you tasted it. I did. Uh, yesterday when I was making the tin you of it. You did not. I did. Okay, here's what I did. I don't believe a word First of, of all, you can't just put a chunk of wet dog food from a can in the form of a can 
in the dog food bowl because she'll eat the whole thing. She'll, she'll, she'll like choke herself. Yeah. I thought it would come out like in chunks. Remember when I poured it and it didn't pour at all? And I was like, oh, I thought it was like looser with like meat bunk chunks and stuff. No, it's more like um, the, the sandwich meat from Subway. It's like tube formed or something. It's <laughs> gross. Emulsified meat and then put in a can. Yep. Yep. So you have to break it up. Mm -hmm. And I you broke it up. And yesterday when I was breaking it up and making I a nice pate, no, it a little bit touched my finger. It was a little wet and I uh, tasted it. I, it's just, I have a hard time believing it. And then I gave you a kiss, but I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> but that doesn't bother me, but you're such a germaphobe. That's what makes me think that's it's, not true. I'm telling you, it's the best smelling dog food. I know, but what did it taste like? It's not very tasty. It, it just, it didn't have much flavor. Like I would have needed a larger sample size. Gross, Sean. It was Again, just my I still don't was believe him. It wasn't like. I don't believe him at all. Was, I didn't After have a chunk After you touched her bowl and stuff, there's no way you ate that. Sean's such a germaphobe. Nope. I think that's false. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, so mm -hmm. that that's what's going on with Roxy. Yep. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, she's really, really, really fun to buy things for. And we got her this new chewy toy that's in the shape of a pineapple. And she thinks it's the best thing since sliced bread. We're in the wrong line of business. And yeah. I think that we should go into the dog toy or dog market of, you know, not like we're buying and selling dogs, but like the items, dog market. items for the dogs, you know, uh, the dog toy market. Yes. That's or dog accessory say. market. First of all, they smell really good. Some of them have like, a, uh, they smell like Vegemite and you know, my love of Vegemite, Sean right? does love Vegemite. Yeah. Well, maybe, I have not you, tasted the dog maybe toy. Maybe you did taste the, the dog food, but I highly doubt it. You were the one who told me, you're like, does this smell like your Vegemite? I was like, yeah, it kind of does. does. I yeah. said it tastes like, it smells like vitamins. That's what I said. Like Vegemite. Yep. Uh, but those things, here's what happens. You, you open the box, the dog loves the gift. They get so excited. And then two days later, they forget them in the yard. No, she still oh. plays with them. Listen, she the, the initial zoomies are it's just like when you get a new shirt, you're like, oh, wow. Yay. And then you wear it a little bit and then you're like, no, it's not new anymore. Yeah, I do get the zoomies for when I get a new shirt. They get the people zoomies. But she I was a little mad. I, you know, I didn't tell her I was mad. I played like I was happy. Mm -hmm. But with the nice toys that you bought her, the pineapple that bounces erratically. Which and I love very it. Great. It's really it's quite entertaining when you Sean throw chases it. it all over the yard. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? <laughs> go on, let's go outside and play. Um, but so she had the choice of the tug of war uh -huh. from chuck it which is the two balls and the and the strap uh-huh she had the choice of the the, the blue, blue ring mm -hmm. which the blue rubber ring has been very popular for quite some time and you know what she chose the stick a rock and a stick mm -hmm. and yep. i was like what well, she went she, oh natural today she gets very excited about finding a new stick that's not really new that's been in our wood pile, pile for a while but she has pulled it out somehow now because mm -hmm. she's getting stronger and then she's like i have a very big stick and I'm excited, which I don't know if anybody follows this person on TikTok. I'll give Sean the link so he can share it. But there's this lady who does a voiceover of her. It's like a Rottweiler looking type dog. And they live up in the Pacific Northwest somewhere, I would assume, like, because they live on a boat. So my guess would be they're in the Puget Sound, but I don't know for sure. Could be out in Olympia as well. Anyway, they take their dog uh, out hiking all the time. And the mom does this voiceover. She's like, so I went on a walk with my mom and then I found this a really big stick. You do that voice pretty good. I think it's because she's a lady, like, you know, uh, must have a similar voice. Anyway, and then she's like, and then I wrapped up my tail propeller for some swims. It's so funny and so cute and I really enjoy it. So every time I see Roxy pick up a stick and get excited, I'm like, and then I got this a really big stick. <laughs> you should cute. just copy that lady's bit and uh, put, totally out your own could. put out your own Instagram account. 
Oh my god. I can have no original ideas. I must steal everybody's. Oh, no. it would it'd be a compliment. It is really cute. I might do one as a like a homage. Homage and tagger. Mm -hmm. Be like, this is because of you. I think my dog knows your dog. I know. Because her dog has like one of those stub tails. So it's like when he wags it, it it's like his tail propeller. And then I ramped up my tail propeller. It's really cute. Anyway, I enjoy it very much. She actually like put it. out a child, a children's book mm. that she illustrated oh. about the dog's adventures. You could go on, I think it's called Big Stick Adventures. Oh, the places you'll go. Oh, the places you'll go. Anyway, Roxy, we still love her, but she's gross because she's a dog and that's what dogs do. Dogs get gross. How sweaty my hands are. Oh, so sweaty. Sweaty. It's sweater weather. Yeah, it is. It has cooled down, although this week for us has been hot again, which is like, make up your mind. But I like it when it gets cold at night. Yeah, it's been really nice. We had a fire out back, which was lovely. We did. We sat out by our fire pit and then uh, Roxy the next day decided to dig into the ash and completely coat herself in ash. I have a confession to make. I yeah. asked her to clean the fireplace. I said, can you go outside and clean it? That's why she dug a hole in it. My mom thinks they must have like roasted a chicken in there or something or cooked food over the fire pit. Yeah, but you'd think that the wood and charcoal and yeah, all that would uh, dissuade her, her I mean, sniffer. She must have a good sniffer. I think she gave herself the black lung, all the ash. I know, that's terrible. Her whole nose was like ashy around. I was like, honey, because I went out there. I'm like, oh, no, like it's when you catch her, like just not caught her eating her own shit. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no. And then I go out there and then she's like, you're never going to join the finer things club if you keep eating your own poop. <laughs> No one's going to want to be friends with you. Doggy daycare is going to be a nightmare when we take you tomorrow. <laughs> you got a little dookie around your mouth. Look at that. <laughs> no, they'll probably be like, mm, tasty. Because dogs are disgusting. Oh, uh, they're so cute that you'll them. let them lick your face. Like two hours later, you'll forget about well, it. Well, I know. Well, she drank a bunch of water earlier no, today. And then totally I, clean them. And then I gave her a bunch of ice cubes because I was like, clean that shit out. And then we'll brush her teeth later tonight like we've been doing anyway. She likes it. Mm -hmm. What's that stuff called? Vets Best. Vets Best. This we're not uh, brought to you by Vets Best, but uh, but if they were to sponsor, we would say thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you for providing a product that allows our dog to have nice breath. Yeah, well, she doesn't even have bad breath because she's just a pupper. Get rid of that dookie breath. That's what it should say on the. Uh, <laughs> it says dookie breath with an X through it, <laughs> <laughs> and a cartoon illustration with a dog and a little butt, butt licking breath. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> anyway. But uh, I knew that we we're supposed to start brushing her teeth soon. And also another member of our community sent us a letter saying start early so that they are like used, used to, to it. it. And it also doesn't cost you like a thousand dollars to get your dog's teeth. It's not quite that much. I'm exaggerating, but $700 to get your dog's teeth cleaned. Say what? Every year. So I was like, we will be brushing. Mm. And Sean's been good at doing it. And I've done it. It's kind of fun. It she, is kind of fun. She likes it. And also, I like gadgets. Sean loves the new toothbrush. I don't know why these toothbrushes aren't for humans. It makes so much sense because, okay, so here's the deal, right? When you're brushing your teeth, the bristles are all pointing roughly in one direction. Mm -hmm. Not like the band, but you know, like uh, one direction. But the, the bristles oh, are all pointing in, in one direction on a, on a regular standard issue American toothbrush, mm -hmm. Canadian toothbrushes too. Now they've gotten a little Australians fancy. Australians go in the other direction. Just kidding. <laughs> the bristles are pointing down. <laughs> Uh, we tease the Australian because they're Australians. <laughs> and um, they're lovely. Yeah. But so the bristles, you know, and sometimes they'll have little neat patterns, but uh -huh. this yeah, like is like a three-sided toothbrush mm -hmm. where the, the bristles are on the outside pointing they're in. They're going diagonally. Like yeah. if you're just listening, there's a regular toothbrush in the middle and then on the side are two toothbrushes that are kind of 
out they don't go over the middle one but they hit the middle bristles so that you can essentially run it across the gum line a gum line and get the, the and get the top of the tooth and the sides at the same time it's Does brilliant it i'm like why where, where's this invention been so i tried it and uh, <laughs> no, we didn't. i did i used it first though i didn't do it after her because that's that, not true i did just give it a little again scrape, scrape. my husband's a germaphobe and i'm sure he's like this was made for dogs i don't trust it <laughs> it's a pretty good toothbrush that is amazing uh, he was like this is a damn good toothbrush and she liked it so that was kind of fun yeah and she wants it more like i think she thinks it's like a treat slash she thinks it's a chewy toy also chew toy yeah. yeah which we have to like deal with but they also gave us one of those things you like you put the brush on your finger it's like a little thimble with bristles I don't know. Anybody have any experience with those? Um, I'm not interested in putting my fingers in the dog's mouth on account of there being razor blades in there. <gasps> I, know. She, I know. She bites me. Like, how can molars be that sharp? I don't know. And how can she get you so quick? I, I don't know. I have little pinpricks all over my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I have like, well, that. Yeah, yeah. And then I got that. Yeah. Uh, if you're just listening, I'm just showing all the red oh, splotches on Serious my, wounds. Got, that one's like my scar. Yeah. Michael scars. Anyway, yeah. She has stretch marks. We think so. We don't know. I'm pretty sure those are stretch marks. I don't know if dogs get stretch marks. I didn't Google Why wouldn't it. they? You have to. She's you, growing at an incredibly rapid rate. At an incredible rate. rate. Yeah. All on her hind girl. legs. She's got uh, Yeah, she has little lines. marks, little lines. And I was like, are those? I thought they're like scars from, I don't know, being a pupper. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Anyway, I have a funny story. You ready? Lay it on me, baby. I'm done with puppy parlance. Are you okay? okay? Is there yeah, anything else to on. say? Okay. I mean, the dog's okay and all, but we love her very much and she keeps our life interesting yeah and yeah so, oh we oh, one mm -hmm. more thing yeah. last night we watched the westminster dog show <gasps> i put some on instagram stories Did so you? people could see she was you stoked guys. oh she, my god she liked the uh large size dogs better more mm -hmm. than the little dogs mm -hmm. the little dogs she kind of just growled yeah and the big ones she barked and wagged her tail and she like she wanted to play yeah like she whined yeah. like oh, oh. Yeah. and then today mm -hmm. she howled for the <gasps> yeah, first we heard time her first owl. we had a double howl double Mm -hmm. Double down. Yeah, she a howled. fire truck went by, and she just put her head in the air. Howl. She pulled her ears back. She was like, "It's so loud!" Howl. It was pretty cool. It was cute. I could hear it. I was like, "Ah!" Oh. And then she did it again. Yeah, we don't know what kind of dog she is. We have no idea. Well, I mean, we have some guesses, but some kind of bull terrier -y type. Because yeah. when I Meets see wolf. when I see pit bulls, I think kind of, but her face isn't quite pit bully. And then when I see bull terriers, I'm like body definitely, but face no. But ears, yes. I don't know. I'm so confused. Know, and she's a little red. She her, has a little. She's auburn. She's she's a little fur, bit of a redhead. The black is in the right light. It's it's a red. Yeah, auburn. It's an auburn. Mm -hmm. mm. Interesting. Okay. 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 We'll move on from there. So funny story. So we were on a call. If you guys don't know, we've we've hired some people to help to assist us. And mm. <laughs> Sean. Uh, so we have a guy that's helping do with the cut downs of the videos. You know those things I share on Instagram and stuff. Our friend Jonathan does those, and he does such a good job and. It's been a big help for me and a big help for Sean. And so anyway, we have a call every week just to go over what we're working on. And our friend uh, Jared was talking about how I'm, he was like giving me advice on videos. He's like, you need to loosen up with your react videos. You know, he's like, I don't know, you know, have a couple shots or something, something to get yourself relaxed. He's like, one of my other clients smokes a big, you know, when they roll the weed. I don't know what you call it. Weed's never been my thing. And we're all like, like a joint and <laughs> like other guys, like, like a fatty. I don't know. And it cracked me up. I don't, I can't stop like internally laughing about the fact that he didn't know what to call. He's not a weed user. It's never been my thing. I don't know what you yeah. call it when it's like a big and they roll it. Like the lack of descriptions, which reminds me 
I know, and no one really wanted to say it. They're like, yo, you mean a blunt, dude? I know. Well, the other guy's like, like a, like a joint or a blunt or what are you talking about? Ooh, uh, you know. But I flashed to, okay, so two things. First, I flashed to when I made that video, because I don't, I haven't done drugs either. You guys, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not completely ignorant to it, but I'm a little. Well, little, it's not your bag. It's not my thing. I, I'm high on life. Um, Yogi. I guess so. I don't. I don't know. I just don't. Yeah, I like to be get present that, at least somewhat. I'll. I'll do. I'll like get drunk every once in a blue moon, but not. I don't even get drunk very often. So anyway, when I did that video, however many years ago, about drugs, and I didn't know. Do you remember this? Can we find that clip? Maybe it might be a lot I, of work for you. I but don't know where where it would be, but if an audience I member find knows the video, of it, I know the video. When you say. Because I didn't, it's before I would ever like script anything that was difficult for me to recall. I just try to recall what I'd researched and I didn't know what to call a measurement of drugs. You're like a <laughs> lid of, of reefer? <laughs> Yo, say my man, can I score a lid of reefer from you? No, but I was like, I said like an ounce of weed. Like I kind of knew that one. And then, then I was lost. Like I had no idea. And I got teased so hardcore in the comments. I remember Bradleby's Brent was like, uh, Katie. <laughs> I'd like 750 milliliters of your best speed. What do you speed? recommend for a first time user? I was so naive and it's so funny and I'm still that way. I still yeah, don't know. I mean. But it was just really funny and if I can find that clip. So it made me think of that when Jared was like, that thing, I don't even know your role. Kindred I, spirits, the yeah, two of you. I, I giggled and then I had a flash. So that was the funny thing. My brain went to that. And I was like, wow, Jared and you, you're, you're like the same. And then that part in, I don't know what season of the office, but where Dwight finds a half smoked joint in the parking lot and he's asking everybody like what is this what have you done what are you you know and he's showing them a, a, a like a printed out color photo of weed of marijuana right and nobody knows what it is really or people will know or whatever and then it cuts to creed and creed's like he knows exactly what it is he's like that's i don't even know purple northern haze, lights, northern uh, lights indica so i don't even know and he's like, no, it's marijuana. Like he doesn't know that. <laughs> Joy doesn't know that that's great. knows like the strain or the, and it kills me. And I thought of that in that moment where I was like, wow. You, <laughs> Dwight and Jared, kindred spirits. <laughs> that was the one time I felt, you know, one with Dwight. Is it called red vining? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. We had a neighbor the name, who has the name Dwight. Yes, we did. And I can't help but call him Dwight. 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 He was wearing a Colorado avalanche hat. So yeah, I was like, so all right. They were fast friends. Yep. We talked about hockey and then I uh, boogied on down the road with Roxy. So I was walking her. Do you want to do any honky tonk? Honky tonk. Uh, the Canadians are in complete shambles. As uh, my grandma would say, they're sucking hind tit. The Montreal Canadiens, unfortunately, are having a very difficult time. But we've had such crummy things going on in the world mm -hmm. that, like and what? you know me, I I'm like, yeah. why, what's going on? You know, the, the whole COVID. What do you mean? You know, uh, 700,000 people in the United States have died from COVID. Okay, moving move right. next. Uh -huh. Exactly. We've had a ton of bad things. Yep. So what I've done is I've chosen to put myself in a happy place and mm -hmm. I'm watching hockey just for the 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 love of it not for because i could go off the rails and be really upset you know thinking <laughs> but you the team usually is being, do yeah thinking the team is being run to the ground boys come yeah. on now <laughs> but i've i've resigned to you know the fact that it, they suck ass guys so hardcore well it's just not doing the team is not doing well so but it's kind of fun because then you get to watch like okay how are they going to dig themselves out of this it's the worst start they've had since the 40s yeah i've never 
in was, 60 something years you and know? we've had like bad seasons where we've watched them but it's never like this where it's like a blowout it looks pretty bad right yeah and you know players are very injured but there's and, a couple that are killing it like suzuki's pulling his own to foley and yeah and, and so you Armia. know there's it's interesting to watch and mm -hmm. i'm just going anderson from play to play oh that was a good play oh that was a bad play oh that was a lot of bad plays strung together <laughs> oh that was several periods that's a game that's a string of bad games doesn't bother me i'm like you know what are you just stuffing it deep in your gullet or no. are you okay no i'm like whatever I'm, I'm not as emotionally charged because i think i'm spent i like when you use my terms from videos because you've edited them <laughs> Yeah, but it's like me grabbing a bunch of words out of a fishbowl and I don't know how to read the words. I'm no, like, you used it perfectly. Oh. So continue. Yeah, You're not so as emotionally charged. I'm not as emotionally charged. I just let it go like let frozen. Let it go. Let it go. And so I actually feel pretty good about it. And but we've won a couple games. However, mm -hmm. I will say this. Okay. I am so sick mm -hmm. of the media mm -hmm. and fans who mm -hmm. are total a-holes. So if I go online and I look up for information on the game, or on the team, just some basic stuff. You know, mm -hmm. uh, typically I encounter journalists who are complete jerks, well, who are writing hit pieces about players. And then isn't that not journalism? Wouldn't that be an opinion Op-ed, yeah. yeah op -ed. But they're, you know, they- they, yeah, they blurred they the lines. Yes. They took a Robert Thick or, or Robert, is it Ro Robin Thick? Robin Thick, yeah, blurred his, lines. His advice, yeah, And he lines. took that song even, so it's really blurred lines. <laughs> Um, anyway, so you, you have these horrendous writers in Montreal specifically. I don't really follow the other markets, but um, mm -hmm. there's this one person, Jack. You know what he did? And I was really uh, upset about this, but I let it go. Let it go. Because he's, go. He's, a, he's an inconsequential, you know, if you want to read trash, read his articles. Mm -hmm. But he had the gall to say that a player who entered, we don't even have to talk about the player, but one of the players uh arguably one of the best goaltenders to ever play the game well carrie price you can't just okay. like come on now so carrie price had entered the uh <clears throat> it's basically substance abuse it's like a treatment facility well a, a program that the nhl has and and then you don't really know what's going on but they because they should have privacy exactly hello they should have privacy. HIPAA. also hello uh common decency yeah so this guy says that also pause sorry because i want to hear that I loved that Carey Price has been open at all about it because he doesn't need to be and is getting the help that he needs. Yeah, 100%. Because I think a lot of times people put professional players, like I talked about this in the last What's Happening with Lindsey Vaughn. Like I think people put like celebrities and professional athletes in like, oh, they don't have problems or, oh, you know, they have so much money they can do whatever. But more they, money, more problems, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of pressure in... But anyway, so this guy did a hit piece. Sorry, yeah, he, I just he was said, saying I like that. He he owes, the, the player owes the fan base answers. Nothing makes me more upset when people are like, I've even gotten this stuff online where people are like, you have to answer. I know. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to answer a false statement. Hold on, let me like, get my statement or my pocket. I know. Oh, it's like that one guy that flies in. Yeah. I love that guy on TikTok. Does anybody know that guy? He like skates in or rolls in. He'd be like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> and then he walks away. He pulls out the finger. It's really funny. If you're just listening, right up on the camera. we're flipping people. We're flipping people the bird. Or we could do banker sign. Right. That's, That's So anyways, I just thought that was atrocious. Of And, and if it I is. was in a position of power, which mm -hmm. I am because we run this podcast. Mm -hmm. No, but if I was with the organization, I'd ban the guy. I'd say you're no longer. Yeah, you can't come to the games. Come. You can't. Yeah. yeah. You, you've, you've been cut off, buddy. 
I don't know what Kool-Aid you're drinking, you know, buying, being a writer, you know. Well, why, a, why would anybody owe you an explanation for taking care of themselves? I and think it's Price more, has already said stuff. He's like, you know, I found myself in a dark spot. I've had a tough he time. He came out with that statement after. But I'm uh, just saying but, like. Yeah. It, and he told, he, I think, did he say anything about going into the thing? No, did, I demand answers though. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, did he, I, I thought Price had said something or the team had released a small statement. The team basically said that he had entered the, the program. Yeah, that's and enough. And that's all Period. you need to know. Period. Right. End of story. Anyways, but I, it, it comes down to sensationalism in order to get clicks. Mm -hmm. Some people are villain writers. These, some of these journalists, you know. And, I know uh, we've encountered some of those. I've even had people just for full disclosure because i think this is kind of funny <clears throat> i've had writers reach out just to do hit pieces on other people right we've even had some shit writers reach out just to do hit pieces on people in the youtube space like and i'm like what did they do what's happening what i haven't even heard about this because it, it wasn't true they're just going to create something and i'm like absolutely not yeah um so people can be shitheads and you know what certainly can <laughs> If you're just listening, I flipped a bird again. Something freeing about that. You know, you, you flip someone the bird, especially if it's someone you don't know, there's a risk involved. And I don't well, do it Texas, here. So I think people could shoot you. Well, so exactly. I don't, I don't do it here. I don't here. really flip many birds. Right. But, you know, when you're, when you're so angry, if you flip the double bird. Oh, the yeah. The double bird means business. Is it because you've been watching that Sex and the City reacts when I react to him flipping the double bird? Oh, no. But you know what? It's probably in Maybe your head it's somewhere. it's in the back of my mm -hmm. a little idea. I, I react to that because I'm like, Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's an overreaction. There's two types of people in the world that flip the bird. Uh -huh. There's the person who, who grabs their fingers and they're so angry that they, they squish all their fingers and the, and the one finger just stands straight up and proud, right? Okay. The other type, so you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Like that. The other type of oh, person. Oh, yeah, it does this. They, yeah, they, they, like they're so weird. angry that their hand convulses into like, and the other <laughs> fingers stand up straight as well and they mm -hmm. bend them perfectly over. So it's like a wall of F you. Then there's also mothers who use their baby's hands to flip people off. And I find that very funny. Have oh, you seen that on the internet? No. Oh, you know how I love children That's cussing? That's a special subtweet, isn't Bill. it? Well, sometimes one of my favorites is anybody seen this video. I think one of you sent it to me, but it might've been one of my girlfriends too, because we're all hilarious and I love you all so much. But there, <laughs> there's this, this TikTok or Instagram reel or something of this girl. And she's going like, she's flipping off like middle finger out the window of the car and she's like five she's oh, got she her finger know. out the window like this and the the text says she hurt her finger <laughs> at reese at school or something and so she says she needs to air it out but she didn't think of it as like but she's like like she's in pain like she's not kid. happy yeah but Just her little know. finger her little middle <laughs> finger hanging out the window i was like oh my god huh. anyway uh i got when we were in santa monica uh, these kids, they're going by in the school bus, mm -hmm. you know, they're in the, the window of the school bus and they, they flip me off. And uh, you never told me this. Well, I thought it was pretty funny though. They flipped me off and I gave them funny. thumbs up. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> I was encouraged. No, no, I gave them a thumbs up. I know. I, oh, I you really it, did? You're yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was funny that they flipped me off. Like, yeah. cause you know, they're, they're just having fun. They're pranksters. Oh, totally. They're expecting, you know, but I encouraged that. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, you go, yep. you keep that rebel spirit kid. Oh my God. <laughs> kids are so funny like we had trick-or-treaters yeah and i've never had trick-or-treaters before because we lived in an apartment and like you don't trick-or-treat in apartments and also we were usually out for halloween mostly um i actually really enjoy halloween and would love to go out but we don't have enough of a social system here and also Next i don't want to be in crowds yeah I'd, I'd like to set up our yard so that it's got a little spider web action going oh, on oh you want to have some decorations okay yeah and and 
maybe we'll do like a, 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 a mummy or yeah, Frankenstein. We could, we could be. Me and you. You know, okay. mummy and duddy. Uh, Perfect. No, but, um, but. So we had trick-or-treaters for the mummies. first time. Two mummies. Mm -hmm. Mummy and mummy. <laughs> mummy one, mummy two. Um, but anyway, so we had some trick-or-treaters and we weren't dressed up at that point because we dressed up for the podcast and I'm not putting that wig on my head anymore. I got to get a wig cap. It's like a mofo. Yeah. I don't know if I got um, lice from it or not, but I was very itchy afterwards. It's it's fake hair wigs. They make you itch. You have to, we have to get wig caps. Mm. Susie told, everybody told me wig caps what you thinking come on now okay sorry i'm naive I, I'm a first timer um actually like second time wearing a wig but anyway um so we had trick-or-treaters and so we got our bowl with candy and stuff <laughs> kids are so hilarious so first of all we only had like six different groups of kids so we probably went through like 30 pieces of candy or something so it wasn't a huge amount we had a little bit left over but the the first one that cracks me up is that there were they were all dressed up kind of like superheroes and it was like clearly the older brother and then two tw it was a tw they were twins and they almost reminded me of uh rocio and lisa's little boys okay they have twins and they're about the same age they're like two okay maybe three maybe a little older than theirs but i think they're like two because they're kind of like toddling the parents weren't very far away from our door and they were like hi you know parents are away they're like say trick or treat you know trying to like coax them but anyway the oldest one i think they expected me to put the candy in their bins you guys let me know what's the protocol on this because i thought that you say take one you know and they pick because i don't know if they like caramel or if they want chocolate and nuts or what they want you pick so i let them pick they all are like oh and they reach in and take one and then the littlest one like one of the twins so the others are starting to walk away and i was like take whatever you want he looked at me grabbed a f i had a couple full-size like, candy bars grabbed one full-size candy bar quickly reached and grab another ran away <laughs> i was like future ceo i was like good move kid good yeah. move i'm not i didn't care at all anyway i was like take all the candy because i don't want it in my house any longer because i've been eating a lot of candy yeah. um anyway so there was that and the next one that cracked me up is there was like probably an eight or ten year old like the oldest of the girls so that was a group of boys this was a group of girls now the oldest was clearly the one that the parents were on the curb but she was clearly responsible for bringing them up to the door they had to say trick-or-treat and say thank you and then go back so she was in charge of that but her the middle child because they're clearly like there's like a five-year-old or probably like a, a four-year-old six-year-old eight or ten-year-old the middle child had so many questions what's in this one What's in this one? She's poke, looking at pointing at all the different candies in the bowl. And I'm like, oh, that one has peanuts. Oh, that one's kind of like fudgy. Oh, that one has a uh, caramel. Ooh, I like caramel. I was like, okay, well, we'll take one of those then. Okay, thank you. So good. All has got the other one took one. Check, check, check. Everybody's doing the things the biggest sister told them to do. And then the middle child's like, after she asked me about all the candies and takes the one that she wants, she's like, and what do you do for work? And I was like, oh, I'm a therapist. And the, the like, I don't know, snarky part of me wanted to be like, what do you do for work? You know, <laughs> like kids are funny. I enjoy having like pretend adult conversations with them. Right. Like I'm a therapist. What do you do? You know? Yeah. Oh, I'm a, I'm a girl. I'm a little kid. You know, kids have the funniest answers anyway. But her sister, the old one that was in charge of like this protocol was like, you can't ask people get me. We're done. Thank you very much. She said, and they walked away. <laughs> And I was like, I wonder why she asked. And she was like, you're wearing a YouTube sweatshirt. <laughs> she, I was like, all of my clothes are from some kind of. You want to blow the kid's mind, wear a TikTok shirt. 
I, well, I have one of those. No, that's what I'm saying. Though. Probably. Uh, almost all of my clothes are from some social media uh, brand because I don't like to buy my own things, I guess. I like a free t-shirt. I love a free sweatshirt or sweatpants, mm-hmm. socks. Pretty much anything that's free, I'll I, take I it. take things that are free all the time. Yeah. Not the couch that's on the curb. I won't take that. No, no, no. That could be filled with a lot of different critters. Anyway, so that was that was ex- my experience first time trick-or-treating. I haven't done it since I was a kid. I remember when I was little, when we would get back like early because you're little, so you go out like before it's dark because the dark is scary. So you go out at like 6.30 and you're home by 7.30. I would be in charge of handing out candy to the other kids, but that's the last, that's like the last time I've done that. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Can't wait to do it again. All right. I do want to get some of those purple lights like our neighbor has. Maybe oh, I'll Zenon? see these. Yeah. Xenon or whatever. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Those those bright purple lights, they put them around their trees. And I was like, what is that? So cool. It's pretty cool. So hip. Anyway, they have a lot of kids. So I think it was like, you know, kids like to get the decorate and stuff. So yeah. anyway, that we had fun. We did. And we stayed in. And then I turned out our outdoor light off at like nine. I was like, no more. Candy shops closed. Yeah. I think that it's good to give full-size candy bars. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to we go. We had some of those, but most of them because are the Because those kids ones. are going to get older. Mm-hmm. They'll remember us. And as you're going to get older, and you want to be remembered as the nice older people. We had those people up, up our road when yeah. I was growing up. Because I grew up in the country, so you don't walk. You have to drive. Right. Also, it's cold, so it was nicer. But we had uh, June and I forget the guy's name up the street, like a two- two minute drive up the street and they always gave full size candy bars and they had little bags that were already prepared Ooh. so you got like multiple things right. so you'd get like a mandarin orange i don't know why everybody always gives mandarin orange a mandarin orange a little health and then like a snickers and then one other so two full size so like a york peppermint patty none of that small shit like mm. legit like patty and then a full candy bar in a bag i was like whoo bougie we, we had a dentist when I was growing up, uh, Crentis the dentist Crentice. down the street from us. And he used to uh, put toothbrushes in. Loser. And that was his, his thing. And they were, you know, his marketing material. That's I thought, so cheap. Yeah. Loser. I, I really didn't like that guy. Well, you can, <laughs> and it's like, fine to give a toothbrush and toothpaste, travel size, but also give a candy bar. Joke was on me for like four years. Mm-hmm. I, I got a toothbrush from the guy. I should have known better by the second year. You Why'd know. you keep going back? Yeah. Well, in hopes that maybe... Maybe this year. I was greedy. He'd turn, I, I was the, just like, turn the corner. Yeah. You boys are always that way. My brother was like, the more candy I can get, the better. Oh, yeah. We used to And do, I was like, mm, I don't like runts. I was super choosy. A pillowcase full? You know, <laughs> if you could get a full pillowcase. That's a lot of that's candy. That's a lot of candy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Trick-or-treating used to be better, I, I think. I, I think had a little plastic, you know, little uh, a jack-o'-lantern. Pail? Oh, pail. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever do the uh, raising money for um, UNICEF? No. Well, you're a heartless person. It was all about you on Halloween, wasn't it? We never did any Halloween raising money. We did raise money for the school for chocolate bars and wrapping paper. All about do you know candy. how you sell those things oh, as a yeah. kid? Oh, yeah. yeah. Where'd that money that. go, you think? I have no idea. Teacher drove a nice car, though, didn't they? I think, hey, why does Mr. Miller have a Ferrari? I, my mom will probably <laughs> correct me on this. Sometimes she'll watch them and she's like, you were wrong, sis. And I'm like, I know I'm always wrong. You guys never did UNICEF? Mm-mm. Oh boy, we used to have to do that, and it was it was okay. But they give you the box, and you'd mm-hmm. have to sign up for it and agree to you know you'd turn the money in. Sorry, I got my eye. <laughs> <laughs> you'd turn the money in. You're calling me a bad person for not raising money when you raise so much money. <laughs> no, but the the pennies go in. I I barely remember this. I 
it's a vague memory from my childhood, but they give you this little cardboard box and mm-hmm. people would put pennies in it during Halloween. Halloween, so weird. Yeah, I think that's how it went down. We never did that. And there'd also be like uh, money on a plate, I think, at the door as well. Like you'd take a penny and put it in. And yeah, always I think take that's a penny, leave a penny. We always had that. Well, no, you wouldn't have that for UNICEF. You <laughs> want to send all the money. You don't like... Well, next, I'll get you next time, Ethiopia. Oh my God. That <laughs> I'm going to take a penny now, though. That okay. reminds me of Brian Kess Yoga Studio, which I love and have gone to for like, I don't know, 15 years or so. Well, maybe, yeah, probably about that long, actually, while wow, I'm getting older. Um, anyway, and it was a donation based yoga studio. So every once in a while, I, I made a point of not having to do this because I hated doing it. Mm. But because you're donating, it's cash only. Now people had Venmo like towards the end, and I would just Venmo people, you know, like 15 bucks or whatever but they recommended $15 for a class. So if you had a 20, which sometimes that'd be like, you have to go to the ATM and you're like, fuck. And then you have to dig through the bin. Like you have to open up their their donation bin. I remember and be that like, little bin. It was like a nice little wooden like, box. Yeah, it was really cute and yeah. all painted pretty. I tried doing that once and I thought I, my guilt, I didn't yeah. even do anything wrong. I just thought I looked like a crook. It looks like, yeah, if you like feel bad money, about it. Because you're taking money away. I was like, I'm just making change. And the girl was like, okay. I was like, I, I promise. I I put a tw- and then you tell them how much you put in. Yeah. I put 20 in, but yeah. I need to get Five 25 out. out. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, but you feel like a, a dirt bag. And it just reminded me of that because like, that's like, you know, putting money and taking money out. And you don't. <laughs> but everybody does that. Like every, I feel like every time I was in class, someone's digging in because you just never have right, the right change. No. But I made a point after that of like always using my tips from Jack and Jill. Like I would just put like yeah. fives and tens aside. So anyway, you always want to have, you know, correct change. For so sure. you don't have to dig through the bin. That's a Seinfeld <laughs> bit. Uh, George gets caught doing that. He's putting a tip in the tip jar. Oh yeah, and he wants to take a dollar out or something. He's like, no, he wants to make sure the person sees him put the oh, tip so he in. Pulls it back out. And he then pulls it back <laughs> out, but someone sees him taking of the money course, out, and they sure, accuse just... him of, being, of stealing. He's like, no, I just I wanted him to see it, and the, like the person behind the counter is like, why would you want me to see you giving me the tip? That's not the purpose of it, you know. He's like, wait, it's because it's George. Yeah, he's so he's such a putz. He, so yeah. we we put on Seinfeld the first episode, the mm-hmm. first season, the first very first Seinfeld episode, mm-hmm. and boy, it's so good. But you realize how far in the past that is. Oh yeah, just Even based with on the size the of Jerry's jacket. Like, <laughs> what is he wearing? You know? Oh my god! And the button-ups that are loose, and like the tight pants. It's a very strange look. Yeah, that jacket is like ten it, sizes too large, and he's on stage, but he's so funny. Welcome to the eighties, Sean. Was that or the nineties? Nineties, yeah. And, Still, that's thirty years ago. And the apartment's different in the first episode. It doesn't even yeah. look like he doesn't even have the. So there's. Ooh, sorry, I hit my microphone. There's no, like, it's all different. The colors are different. The kitchen is different. He's got a big window, like a bay window, yeah. like the one in Friends. And also there's no hallway to the other bedrooms and stuff, you know? There's, there's no Klein bicycle. Nope. Katie, you have a famous story, a tie to that. Oh, I do. Uh, my friend Jenny Klein that I grew up with, uh, her, she had three other sisters. There's four girls total in that family. Anyway, they were all named Jenny, which was really strange. No, I forget all their names, but. It'd come to me in a second, uh, Lisa. Anyway, um, but Jenny Klein was my age and her her mom was a nurse and her dad was a scientist of some sort, like some kind of engineer or something. Anyway, he was an avid bike rider and he and his buddy always would talk about how heavy the bikes were and how annoying it was that 
after you're done riding you have to like hike back up with your bike or to get it onto the car and like all this the frustration of the bulkiness of a bike and so they created klein bikes and he made this like really lightweight aluminum wow he like it was like a patent thing and then he met he went to new york city he met with jerry steinfeld (laughs) no they said you you should hang my bicycle in your no i think he sold klein bikes after like 10 years or something right Mm -hmm. but i don't know for how much money or what it was but I mean, they were always well off. Bicycles but. used to be heavy as shit. I don't blame that guy. If he mm-hmm. was smart to come up with some new way yeah. of making bicycles, now it's crazy. They're they're yeah. really light, but very expensive. He was but, such an interesting guy, her dad. He super, su- her family's super nice, like just mm-hmm. super sweet people. But he was like kind of that eccentric when people are like so smart, they're weird. As a kid, I was always like, I don't know what to talk to him about. I think most I people with PhDs are that way. Whenever you talk to somebody who has a PhD, you're like, you spent too long in a library. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true because I have friends that are lawyers and they went through three years and not four years. I mean, and lawyers you know. are typically very jovial and yeah, no, I mean, depends. the lawyers I know are nice. <laughs> I love Ellie, our lawyer. She's very sweet. I know. I'm just kidding. I, yeah. I'm I'm actually being serious. The lawyers we know are mm-hmm. very nice. Ben and Kim, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. Ben passed his. I was so excited. It's we, been a while, honey. We, so I you're know, way behind schedule. We have a friend who decided to go back to school. Yeah, uh, as a sec, you know, a second point in his life. Sometimes people don't go back to school after a certain age. You know, well, he already and, had a career that he was like, you yeah, know, working toward. I guess still. Yeah. In the what was it? Would it be like musical? It was like he would. He wouldn't be a musical booker. chairs. He, was, he played <laughs> Heads musical up, chairs. Seven up. Yeah. No, but wasn't he like a, a booker? Yeah, he's a talent or, or a talent booker for venues. Yeah, for different venues in Vegas for, for hot venues, and he mm-hmm. he did it in I think in New York and Chicago yeah, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, he had that career going and then decided he wanted to go back to school and become a lawyer. And yep. he did. Yeah. And now it's official. I know. Well, it's been a few months now, but yeah, it's official. Send lawyers guns and money. The shit has hit the fan. Mm-hmm. One of the best songs ever. I don't know why. But I don't know I, what that I song is it. or who that is. Warren Zevon. I don't even know who that is. He, Warren Zevon's God. He's so good. One of the best songwriters I've ever. Never heard of him. Oh, he, he did uh, Werewolves of London. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I know that one song. Okay, ready for stories? Yeah. All right. Okay, we had to take a pause to get our four pod character, poop eaten girl, into the house. We took a pause for more pause. More pause. Can I get the letters, please? Oh yeah. And let's get into some of these stories. Um, take a pregnant pause, as they call it. Right. Sean's doing double duties, holding on with his toes. I'm multitasking. To, to her. Uh, toy that she's pulling on her rope toy. I can scroll and find it, so you don't have to do all that. We're there. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember Aaron's letter about farts and peas. So good. A sneaky pee, a sneaky as it were. To a sneaky pee. Okay, we're moving on to a letter from Lori, and this is called "Things Our Family Says." Remember when I was asking like for funny family sayings? <laughs> oh, and she like dislocate your toe. Oh, she's happy though. Look at her. Yeah. Okay. Remember when I asked people for things that their family says, like funny sayings and stuff? Okay. This is in relation to this. Funny sayings. I'm excited. So Lori says, my family was really big into off-roading and rock crawling. My dad (laughs) had an old Jeep Wagoneer and that would, that would take up, we would take up to the mountains on the weekends whenever he would start it. And before he would take off, he would yell out, wagon ho. And then we would all yell it back, wagon ho. (laughs) It's hard to concentrate, isn't it? <laughs> she has to go off 
sorry. No, no, it makes for good television. It makes for good television. Why she feels the need to like be up on laps at all times when she weighs over 40 pounds is beyond me. I'll let her up. Okay. So something we say to our children now that it's not particularly specific to us, but I love, um, but I love it is rather than telling them to have a good day, we say make good choices. I say that to her when I let her out because I follow the mommy farmer um, on TikTok and she always tells her animals when she lets them out of the pen, she's like, make good choices. So when I put her out, I'm like, make good choices. Don't talk to strangers. Um, says not every day will be good, but they can always try to make good choices. I agree. I do concur says, I make rice, ground turkey, and green bean mix for an easy dinner a few times a month, and my kids love it. They call it jail slop. <laughs> okay. That's not where I saw that going. <laughs> but I find it funny that for, some jail slop. for kids, they, they love it, but they're like, they call it jail slop. That cracks me up. Should I put her down? No, she's fine. Love the podcast. Thanks for putting them out. And P.S. I saw myself on the OTDM census map. When I wrote in last time, I just said I lived in the Middle East. Feel free to move me to Bahrain. I'm a military spouse living in the land of sand. Oh yeah, remember she had those funny, if you remember I was the rude American in Villa 20. <laughs> Best Lori. Remember thumbs up is like flipping someone off. The gardener comes, she's like. <laughs> Give him two thumbs up. <laughs> oh my God. Things that I remember Lori and those, those were good stories. And that's so funny, wagon ho. Wagon ho. We'll have to say that now when we and prison slop we take prison slop <laughs> hey it sounds pretty good though ground turkey green beans and rice you know it's oh easy it's an easy weekday meal what do you think rocks yeah if you're just listening we're we have a dog that needs a little bit of attention and a lot of attention so, um yeah. and we give her attention all day long but then okay i'm gonna put her on it's on her it's on her terms and now go. now is a time when she thinks she needs Hopefully the most that was, attention yeah what do you think, Katie? I think. What do you think, Roxy? Wait. Anything to say for the crowd? That's funny. That stopped her. Too All much right. pressure. She doesn't like the phone being poked, like turned to her either. The she's microphone. Like, I turned it to her. It's like she knows when I'm filming her that for weird. Insta stories. Yeah, she stops when you. Okay, we don't need okay, to talk. Okay, we've already purpose. done puppy parlance. Okay. Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. A little bit of interruptions. Puppy, puppy eruptions. She wanted to be, well, I mean, I'm assuming we'll leave some of that in. She wanted to be part of it. Oh, yeah, I'll Put have paws some of on the. <laughs> She's like, hello. But then give her the mic. Nothing to say. Okay. Nothing to say. Leah wrote us a letter. She'll fit right in here. She. <laughs> it's like us. Leah wrote us a letter. It's called Another Unusual Sport. It says, hello, everybody. Well, everyone. I made the, that up. This is Leah, your ambassador of joy, coming in hot with something to laugh about. I went down the rabbit hole of unusual sports and I can't stop laughing. And I already apologize for this crazy letter. There's a lot of these and I'm excited. First of all, I think the official name of the of OTDM land or whatever we're calling it should be exactly that. OTDM or OTDM land or whatever we're calling it. That's what the name should be. Oh, okay. I see. Because why not? Since professional tag and hide and seek seem to be a national sport now and our land sports, I think we need to add some water sports too. Oh, for sure. For sure. So let's go. Number one. Because you can't play uh, land sports in the water. It doesn't work that way. Like mm -mm. tag. I mean, you could, but oh, you get called Marco quick. Polo. I'm just kidding. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Okay. Number one. Yep. Slippery stairs. What? <laughs> she even gave a YouTube link. No. I guess no explanation is needed. It's stairs that are super slippery and you race others to get to the top. 
even ESPN has aired this. It sounds pretty dangerous. It does, but you're going up, not down, probably, so people don't oh, that's die. How you lose your front teeth? But still, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you wear like a helmet. Oh. Ah. Okay. Number two. Yeah. Takes his castle. Huh? I have. I haven't seen this in forever, but thanks to the internet, nothing is lost. This is hilarious. How do people think of these crazy obstacles? I don't even know how to explain this, but it's basically a race through many ridiculous obstacles. You can compare it to like Ninja Warrior, but way over the top, as if Ninja Warrior wasn't already over the top. Imagine a kid's marble slide, but scale it up so people can run in it and then throw the giant marbles down the tunnel and you need to run uphill without getting smashed, so not get hit by the marbles, right? Okay. Or running over insane barrels without falling into the water. Or running toward a wall with five closed doors. And you have to find the one door you can actually run through without stopping to check if it's actually the right door. Oh, my God. Another link. Sharing all these things. Takes his castle. I'm Never heard of it. Takes his castle. I don't know. Hmm. If anyone here knows what, <laughs> where I can do this without having to embarrass myself on TV or seriously hurting myself, please, please write in. Number three, though. This is the last one survivor the tv show without having to eat gross things the challenges itself without being starved or having a heat stroke are hilarious yes i agree and deserve to be called a funny sport Wait, true, face. true totally agree sorry had a moment and needed to share this i'm excited to see this come to life hugs from germany leah the slippery st- i mean yeah the videos i mean what's the one that i saw the other day you're like are you gonna watch this and I said, what, maybe just a minute of it. Because I wanted to see what was going on. It was drone racing. Oh, And God. that was kind of. It just sounded stupid. Well, I mean, it's drones and they're going very fast. Well, on the so, audio, they put some like techno weird. Like, yeah. Unts, unts, unts. I was like, absolutely ESPN not. is just, sometimes they're looking for. And there's nothing wrong with flying a drone. In fact, it's quite exhilarating. Yet, you know, the racing, that's fine. Or if they're making them fight in the sky, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But don't, let, let the action speak for itself. You know, if you're a color commentator for that sport, don't hype it so much that, you know, you know, what's cool, though, is Robot yeah. Wars. That, that is pretty fun when you see the. I watched that on How I Met Your Mother. They did the Robo Wars. Yeah. And they'd have the one. There was the buzzsaw guy. It was basically a table saw with wheels. Mm-hmm. And then there was the the pancake master. Like, it was like really. Yeah. yeah. And it was like low to the ground. So the guy couldn't get him. Mm-hmm. And there was the one that I thought was really cool. And it was basically a, a spatula. And, oh, uh, you flip them over. And he would. He would Get underneath it and flip them, and then the other the buzz they they teamed up the buzz yeah. saw on him. You flip them, I split them. <laughs> it's like uh, tag team wrestling. <laughs> totally. From the top rope, brother. Cool. But instead, it was like with the spatula and the buzz saw. We'll get him. Get him. I love it. I love robots. Mm-hmm. I think the robots are the coolest thing ever. I mean. If I could have a friend for a robot, that'd be pretty awesome. You know, we could hang That's out. That's so and... depressing. I mean, robots have come a long way too. Thanks, Leah, by the way. Yeah, thank you, Leah. got me thinking about these games. Loosen up my shoulder so I can throw. I don't know what I want to throw, but whenever I, I think Just about warm sports. warm it up my arm. Yeah, I always like, I'm going to loosen it up and then I do nothing. I sit back down on the couch. But, you know, in case I need to sprint or something. I just like know. to warm it up in case I need to use it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is from Tanisha. Hello, Tanisha. Tanisha's, her letter is entitled, How to Break Your Arm Playing Badminton. Mm. But please don't. <laughs> says, hi, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM fam. In episode 82, I left you with a cliffhanger. Yes. You did. I'm sure you guys broke your brains trying to figure out how one can break an arm playing badminton. Well, 
your wait is over. All right. I'm here to tell you the whole story, and we are here to listen. I'm excited. This happened when I was about 12 years old. I had just started playing badminton. It was I wasn't bad at badminton. How do you say it? Badminton? It has an badminton. N in it. Yeah, it has an N in it. Yeah. Should badminton. we get her or are we just going to let her bark it out? Bark it out like a rage room. And then you bark it out. I bark it out. She'll, um, we should have had her doggy daycare today, too. Do you want to bring her in? No, she'll calm down. Okay, back to the letter. So this happened when I was about 12 years old, and I had just started playing badminton. I wasn't bad at badminton, but because I was new to it, I didn't know the techniques yet. Yeah, I mean, I used to play sports as a kid, and I sports, use that term loosely, like backyard sports. I had no idea what I was doing. I even right. used to play tennis with a friend, and we would just like, yeah, like you, you have no. You generally have a concept like you got to hit something with the tennis racket. Yeah, but inevitably you end up playing air guitar with it, or at least that's what I did. <laughs> it's I was true. Like, tennis sucks. Yeah, because you know you, you don't like get to like rally to with each other. You're both terrible. <laughs> Jump around on your bed with your tennis racket. Oh my god! Come on, like you didn't do that. I didn't. I bet you at least three people listening have done that. I had a canopy bed. bed. Oh yeah, that wouldn't you work. You can't jump. I mean, it's like a cartoon. You put your head through the canopy. You know. I was always also always afraid that I would jump and like bust through the bed somehow. Oh yeah. Which I guess now as an adult, I'm like, oh, that's a f- real fear. You Man. could break the planks and like go through. Yeah, for sure. But as a kid, you're so you know you can get away with things like this, like flying with the greatest of ease from one bed to the other. Oh yeah, we and doing do a that. trick. Oh yeah. Oh man, sometimes you take the mattress off, you go to a friend's house and they're like crazy. I couldn't get away with this at my house, but you go to someone else's house and they're like, oh yeah, I take the mattress off, I put it against the wall and I got this obstacle course and I run and I do a flip off oh, the yeah, box. Oh yeah, we used to do like, stuff oh, like that. Man. My dad used to set up our little trampoline that my mom had got for her workouts or whatever. And we would jump off the trampoline, try to get over one mattress to land onto the others. Floor is lava, baby. Boom. Okay. So she didn't have the techniques yet for oh, her badminton. Yeah. yeah. Like Sean said, when you watch badminton, you think it's easy, but you couldn't be more wrong. In my opinion, badminton is very, very underrated. Yeah. It's exhausting. And it it takes, really is exhausting. You, like you can work up a sweat really, really? quickly. Mm. That's why they wear the sweatpants when they play the badminton. <laughs> it's exhausting. It takes a while getting the techniques right. Okay. Back to the story. Yes, yes, yes. I decided to enter the in the club championships. Sounds very fancy. It does. But it's playing competitions with your own club and age group or level. That's still fancy. I was warming up with another girl of my group who had been playing longer than I was. And she was very good at hitting the shuttle way in the back of the field. So we were playing and she hits me one of those long balls. I was standing near the front. So I had to move to the back. You're like running back, trying to get it. But little amateur me that didn't know the movement techniques just walked backwards. Oh, I was dedicated to hit the shuttle back, but my legs wouldn't move backwards fast enough in order to hit the shuttle. And I arched my back, raised my rack, and bam, hit that shuttle. Oh. But at the same time, I tripped over my own feet, lost my balance, and started falling backwards. Yeah. Hey, but you hit that fucking shuttle. Atta girl. Yeah. Okay. I caught myself. Oh, yeah. The coach is like, good commitment. Then you reach back. but So she caught herself with her left hand because I had my racket in my right and immediately I felt the pain in my left arm. It hurt so bad. I've never broken an arm and I have great fear of it. Oh, I know. I've never broken. I didn't think Tanisha would cry either. She sounds pretty tough. I never have broken a bone, knock on wood. What? You've probably broken a bone. Maybe like a toe or something, but I never, it never swole up. I never thought I did or anything. I don't think I've ever broken a bone. That's pretty awesome. 
You've only broken your tailbone. No, I've broken fingers. I've broken oh. uh, toes. I've broken. Uh, I've long jammed ones a my finger feet. before. Is that the same? Yeah. I thought so. You don't know my pain. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> pretend to know your pain. Okay. The mom of the girl that I was playing with called my dad and he picked me up to go to the hospital. Right. The doctor inspected my arm and said it was just bruised. <gasps> what? So we went, what's with all this bad health care? So we just went home. <laughs> they went home with just a support bandage around it. A week later, my mom was suspicious of the lack of progress I had in using my hand and arm. It's just bruised. Oh, sweet Jesus. She didn't trust it and wanted to go to the hospital again. Good. Yeah, you got to get a second opinion on that. I said I was fine because I'm terrified of hospitals and doctors. So many people are scared of that. And as a kid, I could I loved nothing more than to go to the doctor. Oh, the yeah. Dentist. The attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had candy. Yeah, they had candy. You got like gifts. They were so excited to see you. That great smell. Who doesn't love attention? I would want to go to the doctor all the time. My mom would be like, Katie, you're really not sick. Take my temperature. I'd be like, it's just my tummy. Oh. <laughs> I just want the candy from the hospital. I want some stickers and a really bouncy, bouncy ball. Because you got those like super balls. Oh, they give you, that's a good mm-hmm. hospital. They came in little eggs or, or a something. Or doctor's office. You got to pick out of the bin. Right. Yeah. It was like trick-or-treating, but doctor style. <laughs> okay. Due to a medical trauma that we didn't know of back then, so that's why she was scared, terrified of hospital doctors. She practically had to drag me there. They decided to make an x-ray and when they called us in the doctor told us that my radius the biggest bone in your forearm so you have your big the radius then you have your uh sub radius no clavicle no patella no that's your kneecap hmm. clavicles up here <laughs> you're not close at all it'll come to me in a minute or i can google it but hold on mm, it doesn't matter. tibia fibia no that's your that's your shin it's a front and back of your shin okay so the radius the, the leg, biggest bone in your forearm was broken all the way through all the way through and they thought it was bruised let that sink in she told us i was lucky that the bones hadn't shifted a lot yeah because then you'd be fucked like oh no <laughs> it's just bruised <laughs> it's just bruised it's like christina with her broken leg with the bones sinking through and she's like tom help me up i gotta go get the kids he's like honey you can't go anywhere she's like just brush just help me up <laughs> Okay, but because I had been walking around with that broken arm for a week, the healing process had already begun. Oh no, that's when they have to break it and reset it. It's happened with my cousin Amanda. Oh no. Oh no. I had to undergo full anesthesia so they could reset the bones correctly. Yeah, resetting oh. is a nice way of putting it. I know any orthopedist, if anybody hey. watched Grey's Anatomy, the ortho, the orthopedic surgeon is like roughly, she's like, hold on, okay. And you're like, Everybody. What's the mallet for? Just, 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 don't worry about they it. They use that sometimes to tap things in. and Yeah, usually you're under uh, anesthesia Anesthesia before they bring out the mallet. You they know? don't show you those things. Yeah. What's the nutcracker? <laughs> Look away. There's a vice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was so scared, but I knew it had to be done right away. So I went under. Ugh. 15 minutes later, they were done. But I was out for a full two hours. Whoa. When I, fi- I got a nice nap out of that. When I finally woke up, I was so nauseous, even though I hadn't eaten that much. That happens coming out of anesthesia for some people. They wake up and throw up. I didn't know this, but anesthesia... It's a common side effect. ...does not put you to sleep. It just halts everything. Oh, so like you your system dream. and everything? Oh. There's no dreams when you're... Uh-huh. when it's. I haven't weird... gone under that many times. You saw me once when I had to get the... I know. I was such a bad boyfriend. I filmed you. Were we married by then or engaged? No. You oh, jerk. Yeah. Mm, 
I don't remember. It was when I had the endoscopy thing or yeah. endoscopy or however you say it. I don't know. But I, I thought made, I, had I made a, a joke. The, the top endoscopy, not the bottom endoscopy. I, I thought I had an ulcer. Turns out I ate bad food, but yeah. I had to get an endoscopy thingy. Okay. I also got a, um, what is it when they scan your pelvis? Like when you're pregnant, you get a ultrasound. ultrasound. I got an ultrasound also. Yeah, they were looking so for, they could make sure nothing was in there. Does that you hit the table? I think so. Maybe. Oh, I wasn't sure if someone knocked at the door. Oh, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's that kind of a podcast, folks. What was that? <laughs> oh, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay. That's like me when I wake up at like 7 30, 8 o'clock. think this house is haunted? Well, no, I listen for the dog. Mm. And I always think of one of my favorite lines and where the crawdads sing. Crawdads, that's not right. Crayfish? No. Remember the shrimp? Remember the, the uh, book that I read recently? I think it's where the, where the, where the crawdads sing. I was correct. Okay. Sorry. It just didn't sound right when I said I'm like crawdads. I know. Isn't that funny? But anyway, in that book, the writer is so talented. The author is amazing. But one line that I always like, she goes, she's talking about the girl that you follow. I don't want to give anything away, but you're following her and she lives like in this swampy area and she thought someone was following her and they, and she talks about it. She says, as I crouched down and I squinted with my ears <laughs> and that's like how it feels when you're really listening hard. You're like, Oh, I squint with my ears. Did I hear anything? Ugh, okay, I didn't. Okay, so I squint with my ears in the morning. Anyway, okay. So she woke up nauseous. We're back to the <laughs> anesthesia, even though I hadn't eaten much. I also remember telling my mom that I love her like a million times. Crazy what anesthesia can do to a person. I particularly remember, I don't know if the endoscopy thing, how do you say it again? Endoscopy or endoscopy? Anyway, that thing. I remember, I don't know what I said when I woke up, but you filmed it because that's how Sean is. That's like when I was fall, falling down Mammoth Mountain. You were like filming it. But um, I was like, please help my, um, but I do remember going out to get my wisdom teeth pulled. Lauren picked me up afterwards, but I like walked myself there or whatever. And they're like, you can't go back. You have to have someone drive you or whatever. So she can pick me up. But when they were going under, they're like, count back from 10. I was like, 10, nine. And then I just started like talking randomly like, I remember feeling like, what am I doing? And then I, poof, boo, I was out. I was like, <laughs> I'm sure the lady's like, <laughs> what does that stuff do to you? It's so I strange. Don't know. It fucks you up, man. Right. One of my favorite sub uh, threads, I guess, yeah, or whatever on, mm -hmm. on TikTok. Mm -hmm. What do you call it when it's like a category of something you're into, like a, a subgenre? You could say call it a subgenre. Yeah. Or like, do I even know how to say genre right? Genre? Genre? Gonra, gonorrhea, <laughs> you know, subgonorrhea. No, no, the sub subgenre. Mm -hmm. So it just sounded funny. I'm like, I know, uh, saying it weird. But mm -hmm. it's anesthesia TikToks, and boy, oh, they were funny. Man. There's that one kid. He's like mm -hmm. a a good. I can only imagine like a, a good kid, and they, they're very. Uh, oh yeah, you showed me this. Yeah, <laughs> you hear his parents, but someone. I think it's his sibling filming him. Mm -hmm. And I think he busted his arm playing baseball because he's wearing, he's his, wearing little, his uniform. Little league uniform. He's like, motherfucker, that stuff's pretty fucking good. And his mom's like, Timmy, please, the language. No, you don't talk like that. He's but like, he's what? Like, he's not no, even I'm awake. I'm fine. I'm fine, mom. I'm fine. And then but he would his go eyes off. are like kind of closed. Oh, and, and then he would just like, go off on these horrendous, you know, rants. And it yeah, was very non funny. Nonsensical cursing rants. Yeah. So if you want a good chuckle, I'll put yeah. a link in the description for I the always, TikTok anesthesia. I don't know what you really genre. call that. What do you guys call it? I always just call, I just call it what it is. Like I love cleaning TikTok. 
So I get into the clean talk, I call it. Okay. So clean talk. I also like satisfying talk where it's like just, it's like oddly satisfying. I also, you know, like I'm in farmer talk. I like to follow animals around. I just call it that. But I don't know. You don't have to be lonely. Hit farmer talk only. What do you guys call that? Is it just genres or hashtags? Yeah, you follow a a hashtag. You can follow a hashtag. Hashtag was Twitter. First of all, what nincompoop did that come from twitter it's mm-hmm. the pound sign guys it's not a hashtag okay but that's an argument we could have had years ago it's too late now it's too it's, late it's too far we're too deep into it sean I we know. can't go back pound sign and then your topic not hashtag mm-hmm. but maybe it is hashtag maybe in some countries they use that i just i never well, knew it's that. a hash mark right what is a hash mark it just makes me think of hash browns <laughs> What are you dancing? Are you doing the the Pulp Fiction dance move? What is that? What do you got going on, Katie? I think it's called a hash mark. That sign. Really? And so I think it was like to tag stuff. You use the hash. Not the pound symbol. Maybe the telephone company got it wrong. What did the bell? Uh... Yeah, the hash mark is the number sign. Oh. Well, to me, I always knew it as the pound sum sign. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess I don't have a gripe with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> looking for fights with people i don't know there's other stuff too like hash mark and that's yeah. like Ch-. but anyway whatever okay pound right but so anesthesia you, is a good subgenre hash tag pound hash mark pound, pound mark <laughs> start I, calling it pound mark <laughs> i follow pound mark pound mark sorry not sorry yeah pound mark uh you know, TBT. On my social media platform, we're going to have a new thing in how you follow Called things. Pound. Yeah. And you go like this. Dun, dun. It's like law and order. There you go. You got a gavel. You call it a gavel. Mm. Yes. <laughs> okay. Back to the story. So, woke up and told her mom a million times she loved her. Anesthesia does do crazy things to a person. Four weeks later, the cast could come off and all was well again. Oh, good, good. So unfortunately, I couldn't compete in that club championship. No, I would assume you couldn't. But a year later, I came in second. Whoop, whoop. Um, I still play badminton for fun. And Hashtag also- boss. Hashtag pound, badminton. Pound badminton boss. <laughs> also <laughs> for fun and also compete. And yes, I've become way better at the moving techniques. No more broken arms for me. Yeah. Run backwards. Run sideways. Sideways backwards. Yeah. Boop, zigzag. Boop, zigzag. Skizzag. Got okay. all sorts of moves. Fun little fact, I broke my, I feel like I'm, I'm peeking all the time, but maybe I'm not. Fun little fact, I broke my arm when it was freezing outside, so people assumed I broke it while ice skating. Oh, funny. You should have seen the confusion on their faces when I told them it happened playing badminton. <laughs> right. You're like, ah, that, 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 that. no, no, no. Badminton on skates. Ooh. Skatement. Take it to the next level. It's like one of those, the, what we were just reading from Tanisha of the other or wait no of leah the unusual sports are reading tanisha's yeah but of leah's story of the unusual sports that would be one of them yeah. ice skating badminton okay sorry tanisha will finish your letter so that was my crazy story take care and when you decide to walk backwards please make sure you stay on your feet bye tanisha bye, bye. that's good advice when you walk backwards stay on your feet mm-hmm. the best advice yeah 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 oh i was I was thinking of something. I don't know why. I have weird thoughts at night and I take notes on my phone and sometimes they make sense, sometimes they don't. And I oh, laugh to myself in the morning. Yeah. But I had a thought the other night where I was like, this would be a funny ask for the OTDM fam is to have them mail in some of the worst advice you've received from adults. <laughs> like the worst. Because people have always given bad advice. 
And I remember being told, at a, and I talked about this like in relation to something else, but it's just kind of funny now as an adult. I was told by a teacher who's obviously probably old and dead by now that as a woman, if I was going to be bossy, I would never be successful because people don't like bossy women. They might even call me the other B word. <gasps> some bad advice. That's some terrible advice. Hashtag a, bad advice. I'm a bossy bitch and things are fine. I could one some could argue I'm pretty successful. So wanker sign to that dude. <laughs> carrying around a, carrying around a lot of baggage. <laughs> Always got to let it go, Katie. <laughs> let it go. Let it no, go. No, no, I'm going to write this person a letter mm. and I'm going to you should you should write mm. that write them a letter, Katie. Mm -hmm. And then when you're done with the letter, tear it up into a bunch of little pieces and mm. throw it away mm. or put it in a fireplace. Yeah, let but it at go. least you got it out. Yeah. I'll feed it to our dog. Right. She'll poop it out and then eat it again. <laughs> trying to be positive this week and you're just filling my head full. oh my god the other morning i got up and i was like i don't know what it is about the eggs lately it's like they're smaller than usual and sean's like da, 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 da. i'm trying to be positive this week <laughs> i was like the eggs are i'm so i said i'm so lucky we have eggs in the house he's like that's better <laughs> i mean you know i mm -hmm. i recognize after uh, what is this episode 90 of uh, the podcast yeah. that i can i can dwell around the the edge of the vortex of negativity you know so i'm trying you know i really am i'm but it's affecting me more than it's affecting you i think being positive yeah forcing me to not have anything that to say that's not positive it's not healthy well that's, that's how called you... toxic positivity Sean. i won't stand for it <laughs> hashtag you can do better pound <laughs> sign do better maybe my volume is up loud i don't know what's going on hey we're still if learning. you want i can pull it down a little bit but we're still learning here yeah it's okay also, our dog. Um, I have no idea what ninety percent of the buttons on there do. I'm like, beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, boop. <laughs> Pretty much. Ring. What was that TV show Hello? we were watching on HBO where they're in space, and the crew? Is... Oh, what was that called? I have to look it up because I know some of the actors and I can it's figure so it out. It's so funny. It. They it, are essentially on a spaceship in space, and uh, uh, David Wallace from, is is on it. Yes, and the guy who played House. Oh yeah. House MD he's he's the main character he plays the pilot of a ship in mm -hmm. space and so there's this spacecraft that a billionaire has has commissioned and they're going to i don't know are they going around the sun or something uh i actually don't know what the whole point of it's that basically is basically like a cruise line though in space and so avenue five yeah is yeah, that it yeah i would never have guessed that that was what it was called and the thing gets knocked off of course off its course and so then it, it extends the trip from like being what a year or six months to like i think it's only years. supposed to be like a couple of months and then it, it goes out to yeah three years and, and they have to release the poop <laughs> it's just it's ridiculous it's a very good show it's not very good but it's very good so you're not getting into it for the sci-fi aspect but it's like what will the future look like yeah. if love boat goes wrong in space <laughs> you know and and there's yeah. such good actors i won't give you any more of it do it's, us a favor it's if, a nice easy fun watch yes it's uh it there's quite a few moments in it where i i was i was laughing out loud yeah and that that's a good thing positivity look at that l pound sign lol mm. <laughs> ha 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 <laughs> oh my god okay another letter another letter do we have time for one more yeah oh what i was gonna say that i got i was gonna say i was gonna say that the reason that sean's like the we're worried about the audio and stuff is one morning long long ago when our friends lauren and adam were here to visit our 
our doggy do whines in the morning and Sean's like, I'll get her. So he gets up and he lets her out. And then he comes back to bed and I'm like, what? Isn't she up? He's like, yeah, I put her back in her crate. She just went back to sleep. I was like, oh, okay. And then I don't even know how long I fall back asleep, maybe for 10 minutes, maybe for an hour. I don't even know. I hear boof. And I'm like, why is she barking? Oh my God, where is she? I'm like, I hope she doesn't wake up Lauren and Adam. So then I get up and she's out of her crate. Sean didn't lock it. So homegirl got free and she had pulled. So of course, of all the things that she could destroy, she decided the, uh, whatchamacallit, Velcro strip that holds the cords together that are attached to our audio recording device is where she wants to start her destruction. That's all she ended up destroying, by the way. But she pulls by wanting to destroy this vel this Velcro bit. She pulls the entire Zoom recorder and Sean's microphone. Mine falls into my chair, all onto the floor. But we're we're okay. We're good. We survived. This we're is good. actually, I think, the first time See? we've recorded since then. Positive. Mm -hmm. It's all good. I checked all the equipment. Everything was good. But I, I just noticed him, a knob so. was bent on there while we're recording the podcast. Mm. So I was like, eh, I didn't used to do like that. It's because it flew onto the floor. Yeah. So that, that's a. But I think it scared her when it fell on land and she barked. Oh right, right. Naughty, naughty doggy. Mm. Okay. Yes. We have a letter from David redacted. Hello. Prime Minister David. David. Greetings. This is called OTDM Land Needs Something and What Grinds My Teeth. I mean, gears. <laughs> oh my God, that was one of my favorite memes forever where it was like my dentist says that I, I grind my I grind at night and I didn't even think he saw me at the club. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello, Katie, Sean, and the OTDM universe. Hello, hello, howdy do. It's the right honorable David Redacted, Prime Minister of OTDM land, sending another correspondence for this week. I continue to think about what our country needs. Mm. Do we need a fair tax system? That's a, that's a, that's a. What about bringing world peace? Mm. Or a secret intelligence agency called the Secret Intelligence Agency? Scratch that out, scratch that out. And then I thought, we need a holiday. Amen. Oh, dude, I love it. Praise, who's our lead, who's our praise somebody we don't do we have a god the great or great orb in the sky yeah maybe because we have a religion have a, right yeah don't be a dickwad yeah but we, i don't know if we have mm -hmm. any uh i think it's more like tenants we don't practice idolatry no we do not so praise be maybe we I'll should say uh, oh no that's <laughs> no, catholics we have <laughs> it's like a, a chocolate chip you know Oh my god instead no. of wouldn't look all you have to do all you gotta, you gotta do, do is you gotta do what the other guys do but do it better so mm -hmm. instead of giving out a thin little wafer mm -hmm. You know, mm. uh, body of Christ. I get a whole cookie. Yeah, you get a whole cookie. A whole what do you cracker. think? It's leavened bread. It's not unleavened mm. bread. And they get the real good wine, not that yeah. grape juice shit. Manischewitz is pretty good. I mm. like it. But people don't drink out of the same cup. That gross. I'm mixing yeah. religions. That's okay. Judaism and Catholicism. Mm. And what do you guys do? I do like the, the kosher aspect of meat. What are you, you're Pentecostal. I was raised Pentecostal. Correct. Yeah. Do you guys do the body of Christ mm -hmm. and the anti-leaven? The, the little I always call them soup crackers. That's what they look like. I didn't mind them. They kind of stick to your tongue. Yeah, and they they're not very tasty. No, they didn't have flavors. No flavor, no salt. That's how we can improve it. Maybe rosemary got, wafers. And we had these little silver trays. First, there's silver tray they'd pass around with the little baby crackers that look. If anybody's not religious or has never experienced this, they're like the size of those little soup crackers, but flat and no salt. Mm. That's what they kind of were, and flaky and dry and terrible. And they'd get them in these huge bags that then they'd like dump them. Anyway, these little silver trays would go around each aisle. We had one for each aisle and they had the crackers on it. And then the other one. Wait, wait, you guys just freely passed it around? Yeah, you pass it. It's the body of Christ. It's free for all. The priest should be handing it out. We don't have a priest. 
What? No. Who's pastor. leading the pastor? Oh, okay. Or preacher? For a second, I thought there was no or captain of the ship. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Anyway, but then a net, so that would go. And everybody would take that, and then there was this other silver round thing that was like thicker, like maybe three or four inches thick, and it had on top of it a, me- a thin metal uh, sheet with holes in it, and these little teeny plastic shot glasses would fit in there and the shot glasses would be a little bit grape juice you guys didn't do the the chalice hell's to the no that's not call sanitary it call it tabernush. well they wipe it tabernush. the guy wiping it with the you know with the same it's fucking... just like going to a bar you know like they they do the same thing okay. except you don't see them wipe it at the bar you know yeah and also goes in like that steam machine it's interesting like the subtleties from you know church all joking aside you go from one church to another and you can really see like some are really into decorations and then Catholics some are, are very really into decorations. they certainly are and i think we, there's some beautiful not. stained glass no, we are not um you know some frescoes or frescoes all fresco? <laughs> isn't that the soda pop no but um, fresca is a soda fresca, pop. yeah mm-hmm. the fresco is the uh the painting right i don't even know i've never heard that word before oh uh, okay it's because you're uncouth katie Ooh. oh no <laughs> no but you know and you go into like uh um Episcopalian churches, th- those guys don't have any decorations, right? They're the ones that are kind of, it's very uh, modest. I have no idea. Where did you sing? Episcopalian. It was a pit. They had that pretty stained glass and then they had that huge organ. Yes. Which was really cool. But I mean, as far as decorations, there wasn't much going on there. And it was, it wasn't, a, you know, an underfunded church. It was just. I don't they, think churches usually decorate. I've never, it, other than Catholics, I've never been to a church that decorates. Oh, you know what it was? It was because it was in Los Angeles and mid-century modern was cool. So they were trying to be hip. Okay, I'm moving back to this letter. Are you okay with that? Okay. It says, so we've been talking about fair tax system. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, David. Jesus. And then I thought we need a holiday. Look at this guy getting off topic. I would like to propose that July 3rd be our national holiday. July 3rd? OTDM Land Day. Why that day? Well, July 3rd is when our great land was founded. Look at us being so close to the 4th of July. Right. Hey, hey hoo, hoo. <laughs> I like it, David. I like it. Wedge between Canada Day and America Day. Mm-hmm. It's OTDM Land Day. Think about what we can do on that day. On OTDM Land Day at 12.01 a.m., we raise our flag at the Capitol as we sing our national anthem. What did we do next? Motherfucking pillow fight. Y'all. Oh, oh y'all. <laughs> Sorry, motherfucking pillow fight, y'all. Why? Why not? Wait. I should make up a reason. Um. Okay, the pillow fight is a metaphor for the struggle and fight. Um, and fight our great people had to endure to create our land. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. That's why we do it. <laughs> I don't know what else we can do on that day, but whatever it is, it needs to be fun. I think it needs to involve some food. I know my sure. eating disorder folks a are like, fight? Da, 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 da. no, like good food. Oh yeah, like a, a, a cookout. Yeah, like I, I like a potluck, I like cookout. I like it. I want there to be potatoes. Are we outside or inside? july outside mm, we can't have ceviche because that's dangerous can take a turn <laughs> uh yeah i'm in i'm in um mm-hmm. we we could have a keg of beer mm-hmm. could do that yep could totally do that uh what else could we have corn we, on the we cob? play cornhole oh uh, yeah two corn corns. on the cob lots of corns <laughs> put those little baby corns in the salad Ooh, i do like baby corn mm-hmm. i why don't big corn taste like baby corn they're i think they're totally different i actually don't think baby corn is corn at all <laughs> come on what do you think it is isn't broccoli? it pickled no it's like a well what, what do you think boiled maybe mm. i'm looking it up oh you're gonna look it up i yeah. was very curious about it i think baby corn isn't it's a cereal grain 
you're blowing my mind right now also known as young corn cornlets or baby sweet corn is a cereal grain taken from the corn harvested early while the stalks are still small and immature oh so it is corn. it is mm -hmm. they're typically eaten whole cob included in contrast to mature corn whose cob is too tough for human consumption <laughs> mature corn it is eaten both raw and cooked baby corn is common in stir-fry dishes mm. so it is really actually i i just thought maybe it wasn't it was imitation corn or like a different vegetable happens to have the same structure okay so yes, I don't know what else we can do on that day, but whatever it is, it needs to be fun and it needs to be kept Drone with, races. It needs to keep within our founding principles. Don't be a dickwad and just do it. Right. Potato sack races. Oh, I love a potato sack race. Yeah. I'm okay at them. I'm not the best. And I nobody usually... gets dressed up. Everybody wears pajamas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to be all fancy fans. Right, right. Or just not even pajamas, just cozy clothes. You want to wear whatever, be cozy. Would we have a band play? No. Mm -mm. Oh, I was going to suggest the Beach Boys. <laughs> What? Actually, you and Christoph and a lot of members like like guitar solos. So yeah. it's like guitar. There's some guitar or something. Any band alive or musician mm -hmm. alive or or not alive, mm -hmm. just not available. Uh, anyone, who would you pick throughout history to rock your party? And you have to deal with Salt them every year. Every year? I'm just making up shit. I don't Salt know, dude. Pepper, that'd be pretty good. Push it. Yeah. Gotta have somebody with a lot of hits though, because I think they only have about Shania six. Twain, George Strait. That's who I do, George Strait. <sighs> I thought we were gonna get stuck with Shania Twain. And it's like, isn't she booked that day? She had a lot of hits. I was thinking she a has lot a of ton hits. of hits. But I think George Strait would be good because it's like backyard music. It's mm. easy listening. Everybody likes classical country, which is George Strait. Okay. Yeah. But you could probably. Does he have any rocking but tunes? Maybe though? he. Because he needs some upbeat stuff, and he's kind of. He has some rocking. Does tunes. he really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. Moroccan tunes? Does he have any Moroccan tunes? <laughs> the Moroccan beat. No, um, I. It could be he does the beginning half, and then like ACDC does the second half. Who do you want to play, David? It's your idea. Like GNR. Why are you putting you like this? GNR so much. Fuck yes! If Guns and Roses were to play every year, that'd be Sean pretty good. Sean just perked up ten times there. <laughs> ACDC, easy. Okay. One time I was talking to Sean Nichols, and he had he a, texted you by the way while we're talking. Oh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Sean turns to me. We're having a beer, mm -hmm. and he says, um, "Hey, uh, serious question, dude." That's exactly how he sounds, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I said, "What? What's going on?" So, well, if uh, if you're stranded on an island, you know, and you could only listen to one one band for the rest of your life, who would it be? And I was like, "Hmm, who would it be? Who who would it be?" He goes, mm. "Shut up! It would be ACDC." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Good answer." You know? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Who would it be for you? Mm. I think it probably would have to ACDC. be ACDC. There's only one answer. No. Moving on. Never. No. Okay. I don't know who it would be. I probably wouldn't get sick of Miranda Lambert at this point. She has a variety of things. But I like a lot of music. Cool. And I don't love one band. Although I used to love Third Eye Blind like crazy. They were like oh my, my God. I'd fucking swim away from that island so fast. I mean, no offense. They're an okay band, but if Rude. you had to listen to Third Rude. Eye Blind on a, on a, on a desert island. If I had to listen island, to ACDC, I'd shoot myself. They have so Sean, many good on. songs. Are you to kidding To you. Me? Music is interpreted. To like a Sean, lot Sean of the I world. Sean and I had this argument just the other day where he was like, because I said, oh, <laughs> I, he put jazz on for dinner. And I was like, oh, I like this. Or whatever. He's like, yeah, but it has to be good jazz, not bad jazz. I'm like, just depends on the person. It's, a, it's like an art. Some people like, no, 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 no. I was like, yeah, 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 There's yeah. There's some bad jazz. Of course. Coincidentally, the universe fed us a TV show a couple of hours later, mm -hmm. The Life and Time of Tim. Life in the Times of Tim. Yes. I think, right? And and they go to a jazz club. And I was like, and this is so scat. weird. 
That's bad jazz. It's bad jazz. Okay. Anyways, back to this. Okay. Because David, dog is sorry, barking. Keep you waiting. We're limited on time. We got to get going. So it has to be fun, but it has to don't be a dickwad. Just do it. As well as our unalienable rights of blackjack and hookers and well-run healthcare system. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are our rights. You can have them if you want, but you don't have to have them if you don't want. Especially our healthcare system, as pillow fights can be painful. Wait, back it up. Did you just say hookers? <laughs> he said, don't be a dickwad, just do it. As well as our unalienable rights of blackjack and hookers and a well-run healthcare system. Did we talk about that it's once called before? called the BHH. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey. You're the prime minister. As long as it's consensual. Yeah, yeah. People can, if they want to gamble, they can gamble. If they want to have sex, they can have sex. Or you can gamble and have sex at the same time, you know. Hey, just do it. Okay. (laughs) But pain comes in different forms. One form of pain I experienced was recovering from having my wisdom teeth removed. Oh, I had that too. All four of them. All impacted. (gasps) I only had one impacted. Hooey impacted means that it's down on the nerve correct or it's running into another tooth what is it which one is it do you want to call a lifeline <laughs> yeah uh i think it, i think it's when it's pushing on the other tooth. i think it is too it comes in sideways or something right yeah or like coming inside we're coming in hot <laughs> and you're like ah no fun i say and i couldn't and still today take any pain medication long story it's not worth going into fair you're like the guy from million little pieces remember he didn't have it turned out it was a lie but in that book, he said he didn't have any anesthesia. He had all his dental work done because he was like a recovering heroin addict or something. There's a British orthodontist who mm-hmm. is out there. I don't know. Maybe he's an amateur orthodontist. What is that even? What? Where are you going with this? No, but his his name is Mewing or Mew, M-E-W. Pepe Le Pew? Yeah, right. But he talks about the fact that we, as a species, have stopped eating things that uh, our jaws were made for and therefore we see a lot of uh development atrophy in, yes somewhat and so uh he's got techniques to like strengthen like <laughs> to like get you back in shape you know but he, he said that a lot of uh malformed uh jaw bones or or weird bites mm-hmm. the bite that you have or or uh the way our teeth are spaced or yeah. whatnot is because of the food that specifically they've seen an acceleration of this happening over like the last hundred years of dental records or mm. 200 years maybe something like this and uh they attribute it to the fact that we're, we've gotten soft as a species mm. and everything is warm and mush whereas we used to chew on things who wants to chew on things well no but that's what we're made to do Roxy right does right you see our dog if we keep feeding her soft food she's gonna keep eating that poop <laughs> so gross <laughs> so gross. okay let's move on all right i'm sorry sorry <laughs> thank, david I'm, thank you for your uh your knowledge of the jawbone <laughs> <laughs> not much knowledge there but uh you know i try and fill in for uh, the professors when they're not here fair it's fair okay so, so i can't take you know pain medication right I went in for the consultation and after speaking with the dental surgeon and asking if my bisected tongue would be an issue remember because he had it split they asked me if I wanted to have local anesthesia, meaning I would be awake but not feel any pain. Or general anesthesia, meaning I would go night-night. I like that. I go night-night. But I there, choose, there's I, danger in, I chose with, to go night-night. Really? I would choose to go night-night. Mm. Depending on what it is. Sometimes I'm just like, knock me out, doc. On the day of surgery, I was a bit nervous, anxious, and well, I was glad I used the bathroom. 
Let's just say that. I entered the surgical room. It was a clean, brightly lit room with sky blue tiles on the wall. And in the middle of the room was a huge chair for me to sit on, which kind of looked like an electric chair that, <laughs> that the condemned would sit in. You know, when it has all the, it's almost like the, when we go to the eye doctor, that it kind of looks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The resident surgeon came in to go over the procedure. What's the procedure? <laughs> Everybody panicked. They asked me if I had any questions. Then the resident started to get the IV ready for the general, general anesthesia. Oh, I thought there was a general that was there. I'm like, wait, wait when did this guy show up? <laughs> he commented on how big my vein is. I get comments like that all the time. They're like, oh, your veins pop right out. I'm so like, vascular. So vascular. And then I always think of Dwight when he's like, I've trained myself to re retract or, because remember, she's like, I can't find a vein. He's like, how about now? Remember? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Dwight's so crazy. So anyway, they started to get the IV ready for the general, and he commented on how big my vein is. It is a big vein. All the nurses love me for it, not bragging. Just telling you the truth. That's fair. A moment later, the surgeon came in with his assistant, and we exchanged some pleasantries. This was a distraction, and I knew this. As the resident put the needle in my arm, I felt the needle going in, and it was the same feeling as all the other times. Just a little prick. <laughs> That's what they always say, though. You're just going to feel a little poke. And sometimes yeah. it's... What's the deal with the uh, COVID shot? Why do they call it the jab? I don't, you why you get it? Who's in charge of the marketing with that? Why don't you call it the little prick or the little poke or, you know, the I, jab? I know. And also my mom doesn't like watching people get shots. And she's like, why do they keep showing us on TV? I don't like to keep seeing people get shots. Yeah. And I don't, that's bad marketing. Yeah. You should just show, show people putting band-aids on with smiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad marketing. Okay. Mm. So that's, that's that story. Okay. Do you know what grinds my gears? Lay it on us, dude. The fucking resident said he missed the vein. I knew this was BS, but I had to take a look anyway. And the resident said, just kidding. Who, who jokes about medical things? You know who can tell jokes about medical things? Comedians. Everybody else shut the fuck up. Right. A doctor probably shouldn't be, you know. They made a joke about you and you and your butt, remember? They made it put an X on your butt and give you a shot. The lidocaine. What did they say? Something. Oh, man. Um, I forget. I wasn't in there, so I can't recall fully, but Sean had to get a lidocaine shot in his like hip slash butt muscle, kind of like up in your. Oh, um, yeah. When the guy drew the happy face on my uh, arse. Your, your, your butt buttocks. My derriere. I had to wait in the room for him to come back. Like I. He was pretty funny. He had like a rainbow blended, like this shiny, like iridescent type yeah. doctor shoes. You know, those like clogs that they all wear. They were like a really fun color. Yeah. I was like, wow, fancy. <laughs> okay. But he was really funny. Yeah. Anyway. So just kidding. Everybody in the room laughed. I let out a nervous laugh. Uh, yeah. My anxiety began to, in to explode internally. The feeling of seeing the chair and the first thoughts that popped into my head rose to the surface. Now the needle brought up thoughts of another form of execution. I was a condemned man. I was strapped into the chair as the ivy slowly entered my body. As I waited there, there's no countdown, no estimation of time when the anesthesia would kick in. I know you're like, come on. I wondered if I would notice it working. Would I gently disappear or would I blink and forever see the darkness? I woke up just as they put in the last stitch. All four wisdom teeth were finally removed. I was confused. I didn't know what happened. That's how I felt. When I had my wisdom teeth removed, I woke up and was like, is it over? I'm like, what, ha what happened? Reminds me of that Seinfeld. He's like, I was tucked, I was untucked. I was tucked when I went, I was untucked. 
<clears throat> okay. But I do remember that moment. Do you know what else grinds my gears? They didn't give me back my wisdom teeth. Oh, yeah, you can ask for them if you want. Yeah, I'd want those. I had a lymph node removed under my left armpit. And the, the, God, I love the doctor. But she was like, oh, no, you just have overactive lymph nodes. They want to make sure it wasn't cancer, blah, blah. She's like, do you want to keep it? I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> it was like a little white, like, bloop, like a little, I don't even know. A tear-shaped. Like, like a mini pierogi. Yeah. Mm, I don't a mini pierogi. Well, you know, like a little, bloop. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. A pip? It was like a little pod, huh. a little white pod. I was like, gross. Destroy it. Okay. So the tooth fairy pays big bucks for those. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, you're costing me money now, losers. I can't believe they didn't at least offer them. I feel like they always offer you your medical waste. <laughs> Do you want your patella that we removed and put on a new one? Wouldn't that be gross? That would be very gross. I wonder if they offered Larry his hip. <laughs> you're a very dark person, Katie. If you can't laugh, some people collect those kinds of things. Okay. What? No, like who collects those kind of things? No, they're like teeth and things that they get done on them. They keep them in jars. Yeah, cannibals. Cannibals collect those sorts of things. That's a nice tooth necklace you've got there. What kind of oh teeth my are those? God. Oh my god! Remember on Norseman when she collected the men's dongs on a necklace? Oh my god! <laughs> it's a fearsome woman. Okay. That uh, is a necklace. It's made of uh, it's manhoods. Manhoods. Okay. So the tooth fairy pig pays big bucks for those. Times are tough and every bit of money helps. Amen to that. Before I go, I have three questions to ask you too since Halloween is coming up. Okay. David. Sadly, it has already passed and I apologize. What is the oddest treat that you got? Ritz crackers. Oh. And they. it was interesting because... We you had, have to explain a little bit. Well, in Montreal, uh, there's quite a few. There's, there's. It's a really welcoming um, area, and we have people from all over the world. But we had people from India, and I'm not sure what part of India, but they were on my paper route, um, mm -hmm. and they they just didn't get the what the tradition was. I don't know. I, I'm assuming they don't have uh, Halloween in India. A lot of I'm, countries until more recently, even like the UK and stuff or in Australia, it wasn't right. as big of a deal as is now, I think, because we're more connected. Right. But back in the day, like nobody celebrated but the States, I think. We were like, woohoo, everyone else was like those weird Yankees. Right. <laughs> but everyone has their own version of it mm -hmm. or, you know. Yeah. But anyways, uh, they, they would wrap Ritz crackers, this family, Ritz crackers in paper towel. And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew them. They were nice people. So I mm -hmm. ate the Ritz crackers because I, I do like a Ritz. It's yeah. kind of buttery. I like that flavor. I like a Ritz. Yeah. Nothing wrong. But I just thought it, that, Bring was a, on the Ritz. that was an odd one. You know. That is. Um, if you just get a random so paper you towel. you say that with, they were putting on the Ritz? Right. Yeah. <laughs> the Patels were putting on the Ritz. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know if I've had like a weird thing. I had somebody give us like a, a half used thing of Lifesavers. Yeah. You know, like Twisted Shut. Yeah, that's not. I think it's just because they forgot. <laughs> there you go, kids. Don't eat them all at the same time, okay? <laughs> Want a pack of cigarettes? <laughs> no. Marlboro Lights. Trick or treat. <laughs> Mom says this. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number two. What was the coolest homemade costume that you saw as a trick or treater? I have to go with our all-time favorite, Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah. That guy, did, it was fucking amazing. 
And Jonathan, our new our helper and our friend, he was Edward Scissorhands. Actually, had four costumes. He loves Halloween, so they went out like a four bunch of this night. year. Oh yeah, yeah. Gee. They'd go out and the like for dinner, and then they'd go home, change it, go out. I was like, I like your style. Yeah. But he got Edward Scissorhand fingers. Oh wow. And they were crazy cool. And when he went like this, they went like articulated. Mm-hmm, That's cool. Mm-hmm. I was very excited. But this guy that we saw made him up. They were like foam that he had cut, remember? And he taped them to his fingers. Yeah, he was. She I, remembers. I, I think he was more of like a, a, a Hollywood prop master or something because his costume looked legit. I mean, I think I thought it was. Oh, like Johnny name? Depp. Yeah, he looked so much like him. Remember? Yeah, but I, I think, I think people just take it seriously. I think you're what if underestimating. Johnny Depp just goes out as characters he's played. You know, like uh, That'd Jack, be really Captain fun. Jack Sparrow. Captain Jack Sparrow. No one would believe it's him. It'd be the one time where he can just go out. Oh my God! It's Keith Richards. Although, oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Have you? But he's so weird. Have you seen him? Keith Richards? No, he's no, not. no. Johnny Captain Depp. Jack. Oh. You're all over the place. Slow down. We we're talking about Johnny Depp. And you know, I was like, he could go out in public or whatever. And then I was like, remember how weird he was when he started his Instagram or his TikTok or something? Mm-hmm. He was like trying to play normal in like his chateau. He's been famous for a very long time. And I think that he some people weird. get so big that they forget what it's like to be normal. And then when you put that, not normal, like, and I know he's gone through some very difficult times. Uh, there's been lawsuits and the, and the what, abuse with him and his wife yeah, between the two of and, them. And I'm not, I don't even want to get what into that. But girl, by the way, Roxy just laid oh, down. I don't want to say too perfect. loud. Oh my God. Okay. But you know, if you're famous for a very long time with an, an ungodly amount of money, mm-hmm. at some point you, you lose touch with reality. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm certain of it that it, it, it takes a very special person not, not to be completely uh, to, to dissolve those ties to like, what is it, what does it mean to be, you know, because yeah. everyone is always being a certain weight around you. <laughs> She's just so funny to me. You um, know what I'm saying though. And totally. so, but and, I, I, oh, wait, one, one mm-hmm. last thing. So that the point being that when you then take that person mm-hmm. and you put them in social media and they can broadcast themselves yeah. without any without filters, a PR without, person without handlers, like, they don't know who they are. Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. they've been so, uh, They've been told what to say and what to do for so long. They like don't know how to act on their own. Yeah, and they have people who are filters, you know, to whether it's PR agents or whatnot. What's Make matter? sure it doesn't smell like poop. Um, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Um, David, you got us thinking. But your coolest homemade costume that you saw. That- oh, uh, coolest homemade costume. I once saw a robot and I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, it was ro- like, un robot. It was a uh, Galdorak. Uh-huh. Um, Galdorak's my favorite robot because I had him as a kid. I don't know what that is, but okay. Remember when we were in Florida and I saw Galdorak in the sushi place and I was like, oh my God. Oh yeah, you did freak out. It was that, it wasn't a sushi place. It was that like Vietnamese restaurant or something. I don't know if it was Vietnamese or Japanese, but remember where the wait was too long. It was like two hours. And then we ended up at the Brazilian steakhouse and Mm -hmm. that was one of our first episodes. One of our first episodes. When we talked about the Brazilian steak, huh? Wow. And the bean water. We've been doing this for so long. This tastes like, remember? Megan was like, this tastes like hot dog water. Mm. Rocks would like it. Okay. 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 Next question. What was the house everybody went to because they had the best candy? I already talked about June. And her husband said, did they offer the king size candy bars? Ours were just regular, not king size. And what kind of people could afford to give candy? Oh, afford to give candy away. Right. I don't know what 
June and her husband did. I think June was a stay-at-home mom, but I think her husband, I'm forgetting his name, but he he was in logging. I think he was like a tree faller and some with warehouse or somewhere. He worked in Candyland? He did. But anyway, he they were such a sweet couple. Even only recently, she passed away maybe, I don't know, it's like eight years ago, and he passed away like two years ago or three years ago. And it's kind of sad when I drive by their house whenever I'm home because like... I still go by it when I'm, you know, visiting people and it's got such a beautiful view and he actually, so they built that house and bought that land and she loved sunrises and sunsets. And so he bought the land in front of them and cut the trees so she could always see kind of romantic. They were the ones that gave the, the full size candy bars. Hmm. Everybody else gave those like, why do they call them fun size? That's a marketing ploy. What's Call it size? unfun size. That's the small ones. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like, what's fun about this fucking small thing? And I will be honest, as a kid, fun size for me was like an inch and a half, two inch candy. And now fun size is like half of that. Why are they taking the fun away? What's happening? What's That's what grinds my gears today. Fun size. <laughs> Bullshit. What about you? So many questions. Did anybody give you the full, the best candy, full size? Well, I moved uh, quite a few times as a kid, so we didn't. Um, I can't think of anyone who had like superior candy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, two people stand out the, the, the people who gave us Ritz mm-hmm. and that dentist who gave us toothbrushes. Dentist. Yeah. But aside from that, I mean, everyone else pretty much. Stand, you know, pretty standard. Yeah, really. But when, when you got a chocolate bar, you were like, damn, that's pretty good. You know, like an Aero bar or a Kit Kat or a coffee crisp. See, we didn't crisp. have Aero coffee crisp. That's definitely, we had that recently. Thanks, Brandy. But we had my favorite Caramello amazing oh oh caramel if you got a caramel bar not caramel caramello we had caramel caramel did you have caramel no this is something stretch it out where Katie out, out. caramel mm-hmm. the difference between canada and the united states we had different candy totally different candy there's a few overlaps like kit kats we had those brandy sent us one from canada it is superior i'm sorry to say ours is a little waxier but we and do you have snickers remember we asked your sister about something recently and she was like we had whatever it was and you're like no we didn't mm. well like, she would know she ate the candy and i didn't i was not a big candy person i wasn't either i like ration it i like potato chips sure he still likes potato chips oh, kettle chips Pota- the patats. oh man because remember potato chips were standard issue for a very long time and then kettle chips really took over they took the world by storm in like miss 2005 vicky's. oh before that though. you think before that yeah like in the 90s oh. miss vicky's well, Miss Vicky's was from Quebec. See, we had so. Tim's. Tim's Cascade. So. I'll put Miss Vicky's up against Tim's Cascade. They're very similar. Are they? Yeah, it's funny because Tim's. No, there's not a lot of variation. You got well, a potato, Tim's had jalapeno, and nobody really had jalapeno. And my dad loved Tim's jalapeno. And then my Aunt Rhonda, different Rhonda, not the, I have two Aunt Rondas. Then my other Aunt Rhonda, her husband started working. At, I'd always fall down around that lady. Rhonda? Yeah, and help me, Rhonda. Help, help. Oh my God. You know, and then they'd be like, ah, just Rhonda, kidding. It's a Beach Boys get, joke. Get her out of my they'd you be know? like, give you the wanker sign. But anyway, my other Aunt Rhonda's husband worked at Tim's. Oh. And so we got like the hookups and we got like dill and oh. all sorts. There were like all sorts of flavors that like hadn't been released or things that, you know, the anyway. Canadian flavors like dill. And they'd bring them with, with them to Seaside. And then we get to eat all the chips. But people either love them or hate them because they're extra crunchy, which Miss Vicky's are too. They're like extra. Whereas at the time, like ruffles and stuff are kind of like powder potato. Those are too filled with grease. 
Like it's a yeah. weird, those chips have been, the potato has been, been broken down and then rehydrolized and and formed into a ruffle. I don't like that. I like I a like standard it. potato. I, I like it to like free form into whatever shape it's going to be yeah. when it's put when in it the cooked, oil. It's cooked. And then all it needs is a little bit of salt, sometimes mm. some pepper, maybe a little vinegar. Mm, I do love salt and vinegar. I am chips. hungry. We are very hungry. <laughs> I am hungry. Do you remember that phase in like, I don't know, let's say like late 90s, early 2000s when they tried to make potato chips like zero fat and they were made with this oleo. Olestra. Yes. And then the, the commercial would say it might make you leak out your butthole. <laughs> no, it, it said may cause mm -hmm. anal leakage. That was the exact language it had. It's true. There you was guys, a comedian that look I. Look it up. He, anal leakage. The, you heard it here a second. The comedian had a joke and I don't even remember who it was, but uh, he says, you know, you're trying to lose weight. So you have these chips and it's going pretty good, you know, but uh, it causes a little, yes. what do you get with your uh, bag of chips? Like a free pa a free pair of underwear, you know, like <laughs> so you're, you, you're eating it at, at work and you, you poop your pants and then you, you go to the bathroom. You're like, oh my God, you got to take off shitty underwear. And so you go, you go outside, you're, catches you're you throwing it out and they're like, hey, what are you doing with that underwear? Oh, it's not mine. Wait, you're throwing someone else's shitty underwear away? You know? I remember. Whose joke was that? I don't know. Oh, oh my man. God. That was, it must have been a big comedian. It but. had to be because we both, I think we've listened to it together. Mm -hmm. I'll see if I can find it really quick. But I remember that phase and my mom being like, don't eat those. They're not good for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Helps you lose weight. Oh, Ally, Ally. Remember they had the, the Olestra in it as well. Oh, uh-uh. Ally. Oh, yes. uh -huh. Uh -huh. They took that off the market. Yep. Ray Romano. Jim Gaffigan, no Jerry no, Seinfeld, no. Those are the ones that says that made jokes about it. Yeah, I bet you every comedian had a field day with that. May cause anal leakage. Come on now. The marketing team's like, I don't know how we're going to work around this one. I just we got to hit it head on. Oh, you know? Robin Williams did one on drug side effects. No, but Christian Valet maybe he was pretty funny. Maybe I don't know. Sounds like a Norm McDonald type of joke. It though. does sound what like What are you a, doing? They're not my underwear, you know. <laughs> you have somebody else's shitty underwear? It does sound like his joke. We'll have to find it out and put it on the screen or something in the um yeah. in the show notes as we attribute the right person because mm -hmm. that was some funny stuff. Okay, hey, so we gotta get out of here says, after this. We're not letter. done yet. Oh no, but after this, this letter. Oh, yeah, this is the very end. It says hope you all have a good weekend. Until next time, the right honorable David Redacted, Prime Minister of OTD land. OTDM land or whatever we're going to call it as Leah. Was it Leah that said that or Tanisha? I forget. I think it was Leah. Yes. Yes. That's what we should call it. Okay. Well, David, we appreciate your service. Yes. You know, I our, love it. Our great nation and uh, keeping us on track and keeping our map going. And if you want to be on the map, David is the one who takes care of it. You have to go to the Discord server and let him know where you're calling in from. Mm -hmm. First time caller, long time listener. You know, that's sort yeah, of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, just for anybody wondering, we're up to September 27th. Oh, we're falling behind. We're falling behind at this rapid rate, Sean. Dang it. Okay, we're going to have to rip through a couple of letters. Well, we have to talk less and stories more. I talk a lot. Sons of bitches. <laughs> okay, have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves. We have to go take care of our dog and our hunger. Tango ombre, I have hunger. That's why oh. we like Spanish. Like, it's such a fun, like, I have hunger. We used to say that after we learned what it was when we were in Costa Rica. I have the hunger. Anyway, we, we tango ombre. I have the hunger or I have hunger? I have hunger. Like, I'm hungry. I have hunger. Very no, close. Makes sense. Lots of sense. Makes lots of sense. Okay, have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.